Alright, so uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but I've been in North Carolina for the last week, and I'll probably be here for the next two episodes of the podcast. Uh, one of the things is, uh, it's nice enough that there is a gym within walking distance of the hotel I'm staying at. And I've just seen the most bizarre stuff at this gym, like Florida-level stuff. The kind of stuff that, you know, you'd go to Florida and you'd be like, oh yeah, this is Florida. So in North Carolina, it's a little bit jarring. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the one that, that got me is, I got on a treadmill today. And they have these special treadmills called Woodway treadmills. And if you look them up, I'm 100% sure they're designed by Satan. I mean, these things are Wait, pure Woodway. Woodway? Like W-O-O-D-W-A-Y? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like literally a road made of wood. Oh, um, wow. Wait, what? Oh, yeah, no, yeah. I'm looking at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it for the listeners, all right? So these treadmills are designed by Satan. I'm 100% positive of it because they're, they're about two and a half feet wide. So you have enough room to run on it casually. And it uses tiles instead of, like, one flat tread like you're yeah. used to. And they're rubber. And they're about nine inches thick. And so there's about 20 of them on the treadmill. But then they're, like, four inches deep. And you don't think about that for a second. You're like, oh, yeah, it's a treadmill, whatever. But then you realize that rubber absorbs impact. So most people, oh. who like me, who are used to running on concrete and traditional treadmills, you get feedback when you step. And uh, some of your force is converted to the next step. So for every step you take, you're taking about 80% less energy, or sorry, about 20% less energy as the previous step. With this damn rubber, it eats all of your impact. (laughs) So like I can run for like three miles at seven miles an hour without stopping, no problem, like no issue. I got on this thing in the first day and I was just like, holy crap, after like a minute, I was, or after about a mile, I was like, this is, I see God, I see the light at the end of the tunnel, this is great, (laughs) and it wasn't just because the chick in front of me with a fat ass was wearing white shorts either, like, I was literally seeing the white tunnel, um, yeah, you were seeing the white tunnel, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, with a black ending, it was brown rimmed, wasn't it, oh no, no, uh, but, but I was running on that treadmill today, and I was placing my phone in the uh, in the drink holders, because that's what I do. I put my phone in the drink the holders. Pringles holders. Yeah, it's it's basically a phone holder, because I, I put my lifting gloves in the center pile, and then everything else. And there were just, like, three wrappers of Werther's Original Caramels, <laughs> just right there in the cup holder. <laughs> and I just kind of stopped, and I'm like... At what point are you running on the treadmill and your thought is, oh boy, I could really go for like a hard candy right about now. Was like your old grandma at the gym? Or? Yeah, like, like yeah. some geriatric. Like that's the thing. There's not a lot of old people at this gym. Yeah. It's mostly like sweet bros and chicks who just want to have like a thick ass. And, and you know, you think nice. I'm just being stereotypical or something there, but like of the no, 20 I mean, women, like, yeah. of the 20 women I've seen consistently at this gym, about six of them are doing it for strength training, and the other fourteen like fight over a machine called the Booty Blaster every day. Like, <laughs> right. so yeah, that's uh, yeah. that's that. Just just thought I'd break the ice there with uh, stories from hell. Yeah, you know, I I just I I'm really glad you're safe though, Moth, because whenever you find those Werther's wrappers, you know there's an aged T Rex nearby <laughs> waiting to swoop in on that ass. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, if it, I uh, take out my dentures, I can show you why they called me the Wind Tunnel back in the day. I'll give you the gumming of a lifetime, young man. <laughs> I don't have to worry about hickeys because just like suction marks. <laughs> Were you attacked by a very aggressive octopus? Uh, you know, leeches. There's a lot of leeches here now that you mention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'd call an old person. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Give me my social where... <laughs> security. 
Look, I'm gonna suck that social security check out I your can't dick. Even get anything out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, I mean, everybody. You won't have a problem whenever an old lady's on you. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, we are we hate anime. <laughs> are you gonna keep interrupting me, dude? Yes. You know I'm All gonna right. do it now just to get the third one. Oh in. yeah, it's kind of like episode two. Comedy comes in threes. Yeah. I'm going to wait for it. I'm going to bait it out. No, 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 no. Now, now the audience is expecting it. Go ahead. All right, all right. Uh, so welcome back to We Hate Anime episode, I think, five, right? Yep. Uh, I'm your host, Frog King, with my co-hosts. Uh, uh, the, he's a weeb. M- Mike? Yeah, uh, that's the closest <laughs> I'm ever going to come to a real introduction. <laughs> and uh, this guy is Moth. I like how we're both M names, and you're just like, uh, Mike, but, 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 Moth, but we got Moth. <laughs> but on the bright side we do got moth so i mean we got we're making up for it in the long run i don't know if that makes up for much uh okay. it's an exciting episode for me because this is uh this is the time i've been waiting for for uh yeah, the, the last three months the sun is high and so is your watch list absolutely um this is the first season of anime i've it's the, it's the highest amount of shows i'm going to watch in one season i think ever uh, uh, I would I would definitely say this is probably the best season we've seen since Golden Kamui season two started. I don't know Fact. what else came out of that season. I have no idea. I just know Golden Kamui season two started. <laughs> I think uh, I think JoJo part five started on the same uh, oh, season. Oh, it might have. And, and so like a lot of people weren't disappointed yet in JoJo. So like uh, a lot of people were excited for season five. You're like, you're like the only guy I know who'd like really it's just digs into t- part five though because it's bad like really it's like part five either that's See, fine jojo like, has always been like super ridiculous to me but in an endearing way and so it was like oh man jonathan just cannonballed this freaking metal marble back at this vampire using breathing techniques like that was cool and this yeah. one the ridiculousness like part five has always come more of like the people just pulling things out of their ass like it, it's like a rocky kind of ran out of ideas in part five and then part six swoops in and saves us but, like, <laughs> part five just feels like a bunch of, I don't know, I'm going to give spoilers, but in this fight, have, okay, go ahead. In, in the fight with the arrow, it's just been, like, by no means should Diavolo have lost. Like, Diavolo Oh, absolutely. No, won. that fight's always been bullshit. <laughs> yeah, like, Diavolo like, it's notoriously won. dumb. <clears throat> and uh, Notorious B.I.G., like, that fight was dumb. Like... The fights yeah. have been irredeemably dumb. Even in part four, when you saw fights like where they were fighting on a fucking radio tower, like oh. that was fun. That was funny and cheesy and campy. Like there are things like part five is some of my favorite fights in it. Like uh, I think uh, White Album is fantastic. Uh, Grateful Dead was awesome. I think the manga is a little better in than that regard. But the uh, but White Album was so fucking cool, dude. Well, uh, and then so- they I, I, I don't know. And then part five introduces my absolute favorite stand up to this point. Shows oh, yeah, him in like... half of a fight, and then just that that character decides to betray the group, and you're like, you really oh. like Purple Haze? Yeah, I forgot. There is a, a spinoff story about Fugo. Um, yeah, well, when it gets an anime, I'll check it out. I don't know if it will. God, what is the name? I can't remember. What is the name of Funny Valentine's Stand? Because that's my favorite stand. Uh, Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap, my friend. Yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah. D4C. D4C. Four. Is or that the, uh, is that the Army Men? At a reasonable price. No, he's the president of the United <laughs> States of America. Oh, so that's part seven. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, aka my favorite part. Yeah, so part I five... I have not finished I it, say, but I really like it so far. I would say the only parts in part five that have genuinely been enjoyable to me, and this is sad, I can only think of two, I can actually count them. At three, I'll give it three. Okay. Uh, the first part was when they did the torture dance. Like, that actually gave me hope. That was hope awesome. In part five. Yeah, that was, that's, that's actually, like, 
like really great. No, like, I, like it's, I, it made me want to start watching, and then I just didn't. The and most fan service you could possibly fit into like a one minute segment. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, honestly, it was it that gave me hope in part five. I was ready to drop part five before that scene aired. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, again, uh, oh gosh, man, I actually forgot it. I know the other part was when Trish and uh, Mista switched bodies. That that made me genuinely happy. Yeah. Uh, because Trish just sat there the whole time and crapped on him, and then he's like, "You're wearing boob padding and <laughs> butt padding. What are you complaining about?" And then uh, the last part was when they just started randomly beating up some like pedestrian on <laughs> that the side. Was really of the... good, yeah. Yeah, like those three scenes are probably the only redeeming aspects of part five. And this is Dio's son for crying out loud. Did you forget the part where Jorno sucked Mista's dick, dude? It was awesome. Oh, you, you know what? Yep, you're right. I forgot about it. So that's 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 four. So there are four. Still only one hand, though. And also the Muda Muda. Ah, uh, no. It's it's a throwback to his dad, but it's not worth saving this, this, this series. It's so worth it. It was seven pages long in the manga, and they did it seven different shots. It was so good. Uh, so when it when it comes to part five, the big thing, that the reason why I've, I've mostly stayed away is just... And it goes to what Moth was saying. It's something I completely agree with him. It, the it it kind of can't like like tries to be bizarre more than an adventure. I understand that. No, like here's like, the thing. I I defend part five not because I no, think it's it, like the best part. Not even close. I think it's I, but I think it's one of my favorite parts just because of how creative it is. I would actually like, say the opposite. It's more of an adventure and less bizarre. Yeah, I don't. But it's still there's a, there's really literally a, there's literally a fucking scene where a man uses a jellyfish to drink a cup of hot piss. Yeah, I think it's still like, pretty bizarre. Also, don't mention the guy who takes his body apart and rearranges it to stab people with his arm. Yeah, like it's, it's actually you know what you know it's still counting on one hand, but there is a fifth scene in part five, probably the best fight, and that was Green Tea's fight Green with tea, uh, yes. Because just, like, randomly seeing green, uh, a human pet pelvic thrust into the air, that was mind-blowing. <laughs> Wait, they renamed Green Green, green Day, Day to Green Tea? Yeah, well, that's the tea. thing, is they even voiced it as Green Tea, so I didn't know no, that it was didn't. Green Day. No, they didn't. It's just Green Day, but it sounds kind of similar in the Japanese dub, so it's it's it, they still say Green Day. Yeah, so I didn't realize it was Green, green Day. Day until I checked it out, but yeah, like, it sounds like Green Tea the whole time. Yeah, it's kind of convincing sounding. But yeah. uh, unless you, so if you didn't know, I can totally understand why you would think it was actually green tea. Kind of like how Heaven's Door was just actually Heaven's Door. It's like, wait, what? Yeah. Heaven's Door. Like, how'd they yeah. get the rights to that? So, uh, but, so, that's the thing. They don't actually have to get the rights. It's just like, well, it's, you don't uh, have to have actually, the rights for a reference. It's just because Japan is so, has this weird copyright thing. So they're being like, extra cautious. Well, yeah, actually, uh, fun fact part five is the reason Crunchyroll is being so precautious here. Uh, because King Crimson, the band, uh, sued Araki originally. Yeah, yeah. So part five is the reason up to this point with like, uh, part two. Part two, they didn't really have much they could do with because it was Wham, Cars, and ACDC. But like from part three on, uh, part three onward, uh, they've been very careful because of part five. Uh, uh, Emperor Crimson, or uh, I'm not sure what the actual band's name is, they are responsible for Crunchyroll being scared. It might be Rush, I can't remember. But let's not fact check. Fact check ruins podcasts. Yeah, exactly. Uh, sorry for getting distracted. I, I know the no, main no topic of this season is uh, Sen in Hell. Uh, pedophilic <laughs> Sen in Hell, the summer season. Wait, what? 
Are you, b- okay, b- before we go into that, you know, we have a, we have a few things on the ledger we need to knock off before we get into the seasonal roundup. So I want you to tell me about it, uh, Mo- uh, Mothman. I want you to tell me about Midsummer. Go ahead. Okay, Midsummer. All right. So uh, same guy who did Hereditary. I'm going to nice. start by saying this. I've seen Hereditary. I've seen Midsummer. The director, who I can't remember off the top of my head, and I'm not going to go look him up because I'm not going to break the mojo. Uh, he is the best camera director i have seen since stanley kubrick this guy mastered camera work i wouldn't say he's as good as special effects as say guermo del toro or any of these other guys but his camera work and his ability to hit you with impactful scenes is absolutely bar none the best uh i did not like hereditary i liked the first act of hereditary but the second act lost me and the ending i felt was extremely stupid I will give the director credit because it is very difficult to end a horror movie with something other than the bad guy is dead or is he? (laughs) So like, I'll give him, I'll give him credit there. Like it's hard to end a horror story. Uh, Midsummer had almost none of the failings that hereditary had. It's a little less gripping. It's, uh, but this director does something. My wife pointed out to me. Um, I have severe anxiety. Uh, like the moment you start talking about death or losing loved ones, I start freaking out and I have to like stand there in a corner and tell myself that my parents have like 10 to 15 years left easy. Uh, but this guy handles anxiety and mental anguish really, really well in both hereditary and midsummer. And so he, he does a really good job there. What, what really sold me on this movie is once it picks up, it does not stop until the very end. And it has a relatively satisfying ending. It's not the best ending in the world. It's not 1988, the thing's ending, but Mm -hmm. it is a phenomenal ending. Like just hands down, one of the best horror movie endings I've ever seen because it, it comes full circle. It, you've seen everything. I'm going to, I'm going to spoil a little bit here, but by the ending, you've already seen how the movie is going to end because they've actively shown it to you Hmm. throughout the movie. Uh, in fact, I think at the very beginning of the movie, they show you how the movie's going to end. Really? Um, which like, is, is, it, is it like shown obviously, or is it just like, does it kind of reveal that that was the ending you, at the end? You see a tapestry that shows how they handle themselves, but you don't really put it together until the end. So the the, the plot, and Moth can, can correct this is not, not, not to go through the whole thing, because I haven't seen it, but I, I did watch a thing that was talking well, about it, just recommending it. I can I can actually summarize the plot in one sentence. A college girl loses her family in a freak uh, situation. I won't go into detail. She loses her family and finds a new family in her community. I mean, isn't it... I mean, from what I heard, I might be thinking of a different movie, but I think it's the same. It's it's actually like a horror movie about, like, uh, uh, cultural clashing and there's... uh, uh, this culture that like views death differently than ours, and and it's very well done. Is 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 that? Am I thinking of something different? No, no, else? you're on the same page. Uh, there is a bit of a cultural class because you're looking at uh kind of Scandinavian culture, a uh, Swedish culture, which has never necessarily feared death. Uh, they've always kind of feared more um, not the idea of death itself, but a dishonorable death. Um, mm. so they welcome death with open arms. They just don't want to die the wrong way. Uh, and and so, like, the whole movie is 
as I understand it, and sorry if you hear the the people mowing the lawn outside, but the death as I understand it, or not the death, the movie as I understand it, isn't it, uh, like, uh, a big part of the, the thing is that uh, the cult, like, the horror comes from, like, seeing this other culture do things and it's it's more normalized than their culture, so it's kind of like this treaty on, uh, uh, you know, uh, cult, like, cu- culture class. It's like a cultural horror movie, basically. Uh, I, I wouldn't necessarily say so because the culture is so far out there and bizarre mm-hmm. that it's hard to believe something like this in a first world country would happen in the 21st century. Uh, it is definitely very, very far out with how they handle everything. But once again, the camera work is phenomenal. The ending's good. The whole thing throughout the whole story feels good. Uh, he has a couple of, uh, there's a couple of weak threads in the story. One of the big ones is there's a death, uh, that's brought in at about halfway through the movie. One of the characters dies. And you know he's dead, you know he's screwed, you know he's one of the guys who's going to die. But they show him basically hyped up on drugs and bruised and beaten. And then you don't see him again until the very end when you see his corpse. And you don't really know what led up to him getting basically super drugged up and killed. They imply it with another character who meets a very similar fate towards the end of the movie. Like, they drug him up, they do something, I'm not going to spoil it. They drug him up, they do something, then they kill them. But you don't really see it, and you kind of have to infer a lot. I felt that was kind of weak. And then uh, there's a character in the movie who draws, and that's like his thing. He he draws people, he draws things. Uh, and you don't really know throughout the movie if he's infatuated with the with the main girl because he's only drawing her. Or, you know, if he's a talented artist, or if he's potentially a seer. Uh, there's a lot of things that you could infer from the fact that he's an artist. But it never goes anywhere. And you know, like, in real life, if I like to draw, that's just me. But in a movie, if a character likes to draw, there's a lot to infer from that. Yeah, exactly. So uh, there's a couple of weak threads in this movie. That's why I'm seeing it not get the 90 and 95 that Hereditary got. But overall, I would say a little bit weaker on the camera work than Hereditary. Better wrap-up than Hereditary by a mile. And once again, no jump scares. Huh. Nice. Interesting. It sounds like very good movie. Yeah, I mean, I I, uh, I generally don't like horror movies because I feel they're cheap and tacky. Uh, so unless I'm going to see something like Puppet Master or Ginger Dead Man, I'm not going to have my hopes up. But this is good. <laughs> and I actually, I wouldn't call it a horror movie. Hmm. Uh, I would call it a uh, cultural drama, actually. Nice. But a very intense I... cultural drama. I do plan on checking this out, and I still need to check out Hereditary, because I think I'll get a lot out of Hereditary. Yeah, um, it's uh, it's the kind of film directing that you really haven't seen since Stanley Kubrick died. I'm really looking forward to it. Another movie that I was looking forward to, hey, I'm on my Segway game these today, yeah. uh, was uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, and I know neither of you have seen this. Yeah, nah. Uh I know that there pro- might end up being some crazy people who might, you know, try and, like... You know, say, call me out for this, but I'm about to go into a little bit of spoilers. Um, so this movie is is. Are both of you familiar with Spider-Man? Yeah, I, I, never I would heard say, of him. Uh, I don't know Marvel lore quite as well <laughs> as I know DC because you know I got like Lobo and and Blue Beetle. Like a lot of my favorite heroes come out of DC and Dark Horse, but you know I know Spider-Man. What Who? about what about you, Frog? Actually, I've never heard of the Spider-Man character. <laughs> 
The Spoderman? So Spoderman. Who, who could that possibly be referring to? Well, see. Uh, well, I guess I'll, I'll start from the beginning. No, so, don't. No. So, so he's a superhero <laughs> who goes by the, the, the civilian name Toby McGuire. Uh, yeah, and uh, and uh, there's another hero in the movie called uh, Night Monkey. Wait, seriously? <laughs> no. So, you know, uh, so the movie, it takes place mostly in Europe. And when in Europe, he gets a Spider-Man noir style uh, costume. And uh, one of his friends to, like, hide that he's Spider-Man's like, no, that's not Spider-Man. That's the obscure European uh, hero Night Monkey. <laughs> and, like... Uh, news broadcasts start recording on Night Monkey, and later in the movie, he ends up getting like he knocks, gets knocked out on a train, and gets picked up uh, I- I- at like some Scandinavian uh, uh, jailhouse, and they've unmasked him at this point, and he he breaks the lock off, and he's leaving, and he walks by this Scandinavian guy who just has the night mask mask on very loosely. He's like, "Yeah, uh, I got the Night Monkey," and he's like, "What the fuck?" and just walks out. It's kind of funny. But uh, the movie is, it is a Spider-Man movie, and if you really like Spider-Man, you'll love it. If you're not crazy on Spider-Man, uh, you might think it's middling. I think it's 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 my second favorite Marvel movie, uh, but that's because I am such a Spider-Man mark. What's your favorite um, movie? What's I was going like to say, uh, so right now, is, as probably heretical as it sounds, uh, my golden standard for Spider-Man movies at this point is Spider-Verse. Uh, so... Where I mean, does this stack against Spider Verse? I've heard it's really good. Uh, so, uh, it's not as like the the biggest thing about Spider Verse is how visually amazing it is on top of like the good story and music and everything Horror. and the great acting and all that. Like it, Spider Verse kind of has the whole package. I would say that I like Spider Verse more, but in relation to the MCU, that's where I'm saying this is my second favorite. Okay, like Spider Verse is. If I was talking about comic movies in general, Spider-Verse would be number two, and then under it would be Far From Home. Number one of all time is uh, definitely uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, and that's mostly because I am a total sucker for stories about um, parents, especially when they are shitty parents. And that's what that whole thing is. It's about family and parents, so it like hits me where I live. All right, so we're gonna we were gonna talk about seasonal anime this episode, <laughs> yeah. but I've decided that it's a Freudian discussion, and we're <laughs> gonna get to the bottom of Mike's uh, infatuation with bad parenting. So, uh, Mike, when did the beatings <laughs> I think I begin? Just tell you. <laughs> well, uh, you see, when I was very young, uh, my father grabbed a belt and he said. Uh, we're going to play a game of hide-and-seek with you and your sister, and whoever I find first is going to get the shit beat out of them. <laughs> so I would hide myself uh, in such a way that uh, I would be the first person to be found, and uh, my sister would be spared the beatings. <laughs> you know, that's almost dark enough that I can believe it. Uh, true story, I, just so I can traumatize you guys and dominate the rest of the episode. Uh, I have a friend who will not be named, uh, but he told Jeff. me a story... <laughs> no, no, no! You guys don't know this guy, uh, Jeff Fu, Mother Space. <laughs> That's it. No, 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 no! This is this is one of my buddies who live in Oregon. Um, his dad was was very strict growing up, Ian. and uh, he uh, the kid was like he was like thirteen or fourteen at the time, and he still hadn't discovered porn because believe it or not, okay, yeah. in the in the early two thousands, porn wasn't nearly as prevalent as it is now. I mean, I was around the same age to be honest, and yeah, I yeah. did so, have internet, so he was thirteen or fourteen, hadn't really discovered porn yet. And his dad, out of the blue, just, like, comes into his room one day with a porno Mac. 
and goes, I son, this is going to go darker. I'm going to teach you about porn and masturbation. And he oh, opened up the cover at, to like, uh, he opened it up to like the centerfold of that magazine. He goes, yeah, that's a nice set of tits, isn't it? And the kid goes, yeah. And his dad just punched him right across the face. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently he just beat the ever-loving crap out of him. He'd like no. show him a different picture of a naked woman then beat his kid. And I'm like... <laughs> Like it's dark and it's it's terrible, but it's it's so far in the past that him and I can laugh about it now. God, <laughs> oh, you remember that time my father mercilessly beat me for looking at tits? <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, oh, those were the times. You know, he those was the one showing the me them. You know, <laughs> that's the worst part. Is like the kid didn't even ask for this. He was still in love with Power Rangers, and his dad is like. <laughs> Now every time he gets a weird boner from the Pink Rangers, Dad just comes in there and fucking punches him in the back of the oh, head. God, it's gonna give him some weird, messed up, like, fetish shit down the line. <laughs> Sentai-based. He's gonna be I can only slapped. get off if there are Sentai characters involved. That's how it is now. Yeah. So <laughs> That's you. So, so yeah, there's, the, uh, there's your dark story. If you're not wearing, story. like, if you're not transforming into T-Rexes in the middle of this, I don't know what we can do. <laughs> so but. the best, the absolute best thing about Spider-Man, because that's what we were talking about... <laughs> This is when Uncle Ben used to mercilessly beat him with his belt. <laughs> Say the line, Peter! With great power! I don't believe you! Where's your conviction? Whack! Whack, whack! But uh, uh, the, the best thing about the movie is that at the end of the movie, so Jake Gyllenhaal is Mysterio, and he so, twist is the bad guy because he's Mysterio. Wow. Um, and he kn- he learns who Peter is, and he, uh, in the mid credit scene, reveals that uh, he recorded this little extra video to be posted if he died, uh, 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 revealing to the world that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. And this is the video is- that got Kim Kardashian famous, right? <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Uh, Peter Parker was railing Kim Kardashian. That's how it happens exactly. in the Marvel Universe. <laughs> but, uh... uh- <laughs> Where he posts it to is the Daily Bugle, which is now an InfoWars-style website run by J. Jonah Jameson, played by the same actor as the, the, the uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. Wait, wait, so we're, we're going all the way back, literally, to, uh, we're, we're going back to uh, Tobey Maguire. Uh, uh, well, I don't know if they're going to go that far, but it is the same James Jonah Jameson uh, actor. From Tobey Maguire. Yep. Yeah, because he was perfect. Uh, he he is, and he's perfect in this this like two minutes thing that he has, and it's like it's straight up like they've turned the Daily Bugle into Infowars, and it's kind now, of exactly what it sh- would be in the modern era, and it's now can the I just best can I say, Spider-Man movie ever? Can I say one thing? Go ahead. Is I'm so glad they chose him for Jameson and not like George Clooney. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that because like I, I feel like if somebody oh. was high as a kite, the first name that would come to their mind for Jameson would be like George Clooney or John Malkovich, and I'm glad neither of them got Jameson. John Malkovich would be such a weird J. Jonah Jameson. I, I have I, a my friend. issue with and and I know I just I know like two episodes ago I said I hate pop culture references, but I really want to rail on John Malkovich on how conceited and up his own rectum he is. Uh, this dude made a movie. And then locked it in a vault for quote unquote a hundred years for the future to watch because he thinks he's that important. Uh, the only movies he's ever done 
are so pseudo-intellectual, like, it hurts. And here's the thing. The people I know, like, you know, the Rick and Morty crowd who love smelling their own farts, like, they don't even like John Malkovich. So I'm trying to figure out who John Malkovich appeals to. Like, it, it's kind of the thing. Um, Evil Dead, the actor there. Why can't I remember his name? Uh, Damn, George Campbell. Since you said that. Campbell? Uh, it's, not, it's, it's not. It is Campbell, but yeah. I can't remember his first name. But, now. like, I, you know, I know a crowd that likes Campbell, even though he's in trashy, you know, crappy movies. I, not that they're bad, trashy, crappy movies, but they are trashy. Uh, I like him. But, like, I don't know anybody who likes John Malkovich. I, I don't like John Malkovich. I don't know who that is. Uh, here's the thing, though, like, I can list all the movies he's been in, but they're so snobby, like, unless you watch his recent Netflix movies, you wouldn't know it. Like, uh, he did the one where all the CIA agents were cheating on each other, and that was the entire movie. It was two and a half hours of CIA agents cheating on each other. He's, he's mostly an uh, an 80s movies actor, and he'd had a few, uh uh artish movies in the 90s like being john uh being john malkovich which is a movie i actually yeah. really really like the most egotistical movie you can imagine i mean it, being john malkovich is like a <laughs> it's kind of like if if some you know the, the plot point in scott pilgrim where scott has the subspace inside of his he- own head yeah it's 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 that the movie and that's why I like it. Here, Frog, it's, if it's, if you don't know concept. what he looks like, uh, imagine if a naked mole rat was just an alcoholic. I'm like, like, oh a yeah, he looks like a skirt sized Malcolm. Oh, I know like, this uh, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he was in Velvet Buzzsaw and Birdhouse as the most intolerable character in both movies. <laughs> well, yeah, that's kind of the thing he does though. He plays intolerable characters. Yeah, yeah, but you can you can be an intolerable character who's endearing. But like, like, Mo- like Mothman. Yeah. But like John Malkovich isn't endearing at all. I actually think he has like he has the George Clooney level of conviction that he is that important. I don't know. I don't, I've Sorry. never seen him as head of movies, so I can't say shit. All right. So anime this season, uh, we talked Midsummer. <laughs> we talked Spider Man. Yeah, we're finally animate. In. Frog, take it away. <laughs> oh so, boy, Frog. I I want you to explain to me. Uh, why is Dr. Stone so bad? Uh, I want you to explain to me, why haven't you read the manga instead? Because the, the anime does look kind of poo-poo. I'm not going to, like... Well, it's, it's just Breaking Bad, the anime. Well, my problem, like, well, here's the thing. <laughs> I, I, what? What? Breaking Stone, the anime. Yeah, Breaking Stone, the anime. Bad is a synonym I'm, of stone in Moth's head. I'm going to break wind when I pass away from these terrible <laughs> moth takes. Uh, okay, God so here's the damn. Why, why the don't you like other than plot. other than production? Why don't you like about Doctor Stone? Like, well, see that that's the thing. The production is very mediocre. Yeah. The reason I don't like Doctor Stone is that it has been pitched to me as this series about the scientific method, in which the very first episode it opens with a magical wave that turns people into stone, and the the science guys first inclination is not to like he doesn't even mention wanting to figure out why the fuck it happened they definitely want to figure out what happened and it's like the second thing they do well you you gotta figure out like cure first first, there's a couple priorities first first i want to be alive to see what happens i'm gonna survive first and see if i can you know revive people then we can figure that other stuff out so there's, there's other priorities then there's at the hand whole, here. Then there's the insane prospect that these characters have been mentally aware for 3,000 years and are not mentally Listen, insane. No one ever said well, it was like down-to-earth realistic at its core. Yeah. And, but and on top tri- of that, you're not putting shonen logic into this, okay? No one said it was going to be like a freaking gritty, realistic survival well, anime. That, that's... 
I mean, let you me ask you. You told me it was, it was a, a science-based shonen science anime. Based. And now I'm like, okay, I'm going to go into this. with fantastical elements. Fuck you! Like <laughs> the only fanta- the only fantastical elements is the giant Earth ray that that is never like they're actually gonna try and figure it out and the it's like sci fi basically and the and the rest of it is just like the the people are really strong mentally and and, and physically that's the only other fantastical elements involved yeah, everything else except, is actually except accurate. for the except for the staying mentally that's sound what I said mentally really strong thousand years and, and and Mike you know what you're missing here this this is very important um. This is the first and perhaps the only sci-fi anime I can think of in the last while that I've seen that isn't about the human condition. Oh, this again. It, oh, it poses you. the question, what if people just become rock? How we do that? Uh, I mean, that's like, they figured that out in the what? first episode, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, they didn't figure out how it happened. I wouldn't even say, say it's it. science fiction. It's just fiction that has science in it. Yeah, that's science I mean, fiction. isn't that what science fiction is? No. Science, yeah, I mean, science, science fiction, fiction is like it propose propose blank, and then the, the science fiction is like what happens around that concept. So, what if the entire Earth turned to stone, and we don't yeah. know what happened, and they're going to try and figure well, it out? And and this movie yeah. it, or this show is actually grounded in reality because it proves once and for all that Everclear cures everything. <laughs> Everclear is it made with bat shit? <laughs> Listen, the only it? thing it's potatoes are... and bat shit. Like this thing, like if you can accept the fact that a guy can kill a lion in one punch, but you can't accept that someone will, will like wait thirty seven hundred years and just think okay. and count, then like, come on. We're talking about we're we're talking about two like separate things. I can believe a man can kill a lion in one punch if yeah, that's in the established. Bible. If his name is One Punch Man, <laughs> it's, no, then it's, I can believe his name he can is do not, that. Is Tsukasa? But, but I mean, whatever. If yeah, yeah. you if you tell me that there is a show in which these characters use the scientific method to to to. It's more. It's, it's way more grounded really than any other show. Like, is this the tent you're going to die on? Where it's just like, oh, but they, yes. how do they think so long? Ugh. Yes, because it forces me to think that way whenever it tries to establish itself as being a science-minded show. Well, actually, like, you it, couldn't think. I that can long. suspend um, my disbelief in a, if it was a show about people getting frozen for three thousand years and then waking up and then doing nothing but fighting each other. I can suspend my disbelief because that's what the show's about. It's almost like they do fight a lot. And just haven't progressed anywhere yet because you haven't watched anything. Oh, okay. So it does just become a dumb show. No, it doesn't become a dumb show. But there is that, that, conflict, and it's really good. And you just dumb. yeah. But where where's the conflict in the first episode? The like conflict, there was none. What, what do you, you know, mean? The, the conflict is a giant stone ray that petrifies the entire world. Can, can I can I That's interject not- for 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 just a second? Uh, I would say that this season would actually have been the perfect season for Doctor Stone to have come out if not for Fire Force. Because Dr. Stone has zero competition this season except for Fire, Fire. Force. What uh, does Dr. Stone have? It has idol shit, which we get every season that's boring. Wait, and if you genuinely like idol stuff, you should Wait, you know, go you, off a cliff. What are you talking about? I don't know. Something he's simple going, going gear, and I assume that's idol. You said Dr. Stone. I got confused. <laughs> yeah, well, like Dr. Stone doesn't have to compete with anything like except for Fire Force. And Vinland Saga. Uh, well, yeah, but Vinland Saga Vinland is on Saga Amazon is Prime and nobody watches that. Vinland That's... Saga is not shown and it's Seinen. Yeah, yeah no, but it's still like a really good show. And... It, it is, um, but like it has a ton of idol stuff to, to compete against, which it isn't even a competition. It has a bunch of pedophilic isekais to deal with, which if you actually like <laughs> that, that stuff, I have Is that not just every isekai? It, nah, like there's, there's some isekais that aren't like horribly pedophilic. Uh, 
I just can't think of any because none somehow of they're worse because of it. I don't know. Uh, but like, it has a bunch of pedophilic isekais to deal with, and then it has like three or four moe anime. So by all means, Doctor Stone should have been the hot anime this season. But then Fire Force came out. See that, but that's the big thing. If if <laughs> if Doctor Stone had had no competition, then I would be even more railing against it more. I beg of I, you to just. Stop watching it because the production is pretty bad. Um, I am well, yeah, it's Crunchyroll it. production. Take a read. It's not crunch. No, it's not Crunchyroll. I thought Crunchyroll funded Crunchyroll. part of it. No, 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 no. No, no I don't think Crunchyroll funds anything. Uh, they does, funded Camp Camp, which is the they? only thing they've ever done that I've like genuinely enjoyed. Like honestly, Camp Camp and uh, Gary and his demons have been the only things to come out of Crunchyroll that I haven't hated. And Gary and his demons was like more. They was Verve. Well, I mean, Verve did you know Camp Camp and same Gary shit, and his demons, dude. but still, it's the same company. Yeah. And by the way, if but, you haven't seen Gary and his demons, I demand you watch it. Like, holy cow! I I haven't seen it, but I've seen like all the clips of it are the funniest shit I've ever seen. As, like, <laughs> as far as American animated series goes, uh, I would say it was probably the best thing I've seen since I thought the first season of Archer was funny. Yeah, it it. I think you, uh, Frog, would probably love Gary and his demons because it's 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 about it's about the chosen demon slayer who uh, is tired of his job and he wants to quit. <laughs> it's interesting. Well, and he's like forty years old. No, and, like, he's in his fifties at that point because he's been doing it for thirty years. Here's the thing: I'm I'm still hung up on this Doctor Stone shit. Cause like, Jesus Christ! No, no, it's it's dumb. You're dumb. Cause like, <laughs> I'm I'm not. My my reason for not liking Doctor Stone is incredibly sound. Man, like, like it is a show that establishes itself as having an importance on the scientific method, and as being relatively realistic. And then a fucking it's it's like, clearly like a, it's a future it's, no, Stone no. Gorgon Ray happens. Here's what Doctor Stone the, establishes itself with: is that it's going to be scientifically based, and also not afraid to take itself terribly seriously and have fun with itself because it's a lot of silly fun stuff that happens. But, and that's literally the thing that establishes Frog. that is that thing. Frog, all you would have to do, like literally, this one thing, and I would I would be able to forgive some things. It, the main thing, the, my main point of contention is the staying conscious while stone. Like if it, it would be so easy to fix if they had just said uh, Doctor Stone figured out how how old the Earth was just by surveying the amount of changes that is have that happened. Really, is that is it, is this really this old. one detail is going to kill the show for you? This tiny you know, little yes, this is such because a it, it, it establishes itself <laughs> as being science minded. Oh my! God. Meanwhile, like actual human beings, actual human beings go insane if you put them in isolation. The thing, uh, a lot of them stop thinking. Their senses. Thing, it actually doesn't matter really much that they were thinking that long because like it's not it's not the thinking that kept them alive. It's mostly the fact that they got. Like, uh, revive with the, the, the nitric acid. If, but that's the thing. If the thinking wasn't what was keeping them alive, why did they make a point of saying that it's important that they keep thinking? Because they know, thought, they, they didn't know, you know what was going to happen. What cracks me up here, this this is what's cracking okay, me up the most, up. is Mike is Fuck complaining you. about, you know, the, oh, how did Dr. Stone count the seconds, blah, 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 blah. The, you know, the fact that that's tripping him up, and not the fact that these guys somehow cracked out of their stones okay when throughout the show you see people whose like statues have oh, been destroyed no, yeah. and their vital That's organs the are dumbest shit as well. Moth, I'm right. I mean, I like that the is fact dumb that, as no, well. No, the fact that you've been complaining about oh, how did Doctor Stone 
Calvin, just, Dr. Like, freaking... You accept coincidence like, like, in story. I don't 3, understand. 3,000 years of natural wind and water erosion would have either A, like, because some Freed people are shown people. to Not be all completely... all of them are going to get destroyed. Like... But that's the thing, Frog. Some people, like the people who are broken into bits, are shown to be stone throughout. So how the fuck did or hollow throughout? The, like, the stone forms aren't consistent, actually. It's so that's a thing. like, it's like yes, weird. there's it's, no that's why, consistency. That's the science fiction. It's literally the first episode. Here. It's not science I've seen fiction. Nothing. What are you talking about? You're making right. giant claims. Doctor Stone is an isekai. I'm gonna jump to Frog's defense here, Mike, and, and I apologize. Back but any of this shit up, dude. You I've are seen okay. Any of it. So, so Dr. Stone sits firmly in the shonen category, okay? okay. It, that is where it sits. It doesn't sit in the senin. It doesn't sit in the sci-fi category. Dr. Stone is a shonen. That means it can do whatever the hell you want and you don't question it. It's like Beelzebub. Is there any no, reason no, no, no. why That's a dumb. dude jumped That's off dumb. a 60-story building <laughs> no, no, and no, no, was no, totally no. You're, okay? You're, you're bastardizing my defense. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's a shonen. Just let it be. And no. we seriously though, cannot I, argue I about this. For I can minutes. turn my brain off, but when a show is like, hey, science, it's like, okay, I'm not going to turn my brain off. And then I go into it and it's like, dumb shit. I'm like, okay, brain, brain fuck I can't you. Because here's the deal. When I originally wanted to create a YouTube channel, I was going to make a science education YouTube channel because I love fucking science. Then you'd love this and show, you dipshit. No, yes! I don't because there's so much dumb bullshit in there's it that's not thing. scientific. What is wrong? And it's such a nitpick. Oh, my God. Like, people should have, like, the wind and air erosion alone for the intact, the intact humans that did not break apart. The wind and air erosion alone would have awoken them a lot quicker than bat shit happening to fall. Why did bat shit break apart? It's just fucking stone. What? It's nitric acid. It's literally part of the thing that they explain is part of, like, a natural solvent. Wind and air, wind and air erosion will erose, erode stone quicker than stone. We don't know what it is. Okay, okay. Here's where we are right now. Here's where we are right now. Okay. You two are arguing if the dragon lollies in the Fire Emblem series are considered pedophilia <laughs> because they're 700 years old. Just Not all of them are 700 years old. Let it be. Alright, we're, we're done. Dr. Stone is entertaining, it's mindless, and it has as much pseudoscience not- as everything else, including it's Stein's actually game. actually not pseudoscience. It's just got real science in it. It, it. it has as much real science in it as Stein's Gate using a microwave to teleport through time. Have you watched the second episode? Because they already go into science there. They talk about zinc, and how this zinc is-, is very important. This is perfect, all right? Cause so wait, wait, zinc is important? All three of us are coming yes. at the show completely different. Moss like, just turn your brain off. I'm like, I can't turn my brain off. And Frog's like, it's not even a problem. It's all right, not. so moving on from Dr. Stone, uh, Fire Force oh, wins the animation award this season. Pure uh, and simple. Yeah, so, so episode one, I would say, go ahead, Frog. Episode one is fantastic looking. I won't deny it. Even Pro surprised me a lot because, like, you know, Jojo looks like ass half the time. But, um... Yeah, this looks really good. I think well, Vinland well, also well, might, might might take that category, though. Vinland looks amazing. Well, it's no, no, less, less flashy, but it's just as good. Awesome. Vinland Saga doesn't put quite the effort that Fire Force does, because in Fire Force, there, there's, there's points in animation called downtime, where it just yeah. has the characters talking back and forth. In mm-hmm. Fire Force, there's literally a scene where you should have downtime, where they're talking about him being a new member of the Fire Force, and the whole time this is going on, Zoro is in the background working out. So even yeah. when there shouldn't be animation, Zoro is in the background just continually working out. 
And it's definitely not just, like, the animation, the direction. Like, I, I poo-poo the first half of the first episode mm-hmm. uh, from, a, like, a agree. direction standpoint. My name's Mike, and I'm an elitist, and I can't just enjoy shonens. <laughs> Trust me, Moff, she's 700 years Moff, old. It's not What is my name? <laughs> what is my name? I want you to say it. What is my name? English Mike. It's I hate anime. English. <laughs> then why are we calling you Mike? Because that's my name. You can't have two names. It's like when you have a redneck here. named, like, Joey Bob Rick. I am. I literally, my name is Michael Gage. I am redneck. I can't believe this guy thinks that you can't wait for seven, 1,300 years, even though it doesn't matter that you wait because it just happens anyway. And this is well, it's, it's, one like, it's like Rory Mercury. Moved on, you ain't frog. going to prison I will for skin you alive and cook you on the grill. This is the dumbest so thing Force. to get hot cut up on. What, so Rory Fire Mercury's Force. cheeks? is fire force is good okay we all like yeah it. it is fire force is amazing the direction and use of color in it is uh, phenomenal the I subtle the storytelling varied, in the first episode there's not. no subtle storytelling what are you talking about okay no no, 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 no. <laughs> there's nothing subtle about fire force. every single time in the first episode where you see him smiling from ear to ear and then you yeah, learn in the last cool. half of the episode like he smiles like that because he's anxious. So you go watched, back and rewatch yeah, the episode. I did. You know, and it's like I have to admit, it gives context. That's that's a really good trait for a shonen character to have. It's something it I haven't seen before, mm-hmm. but it's not subtle. I mean, if they give it, it away by the first half of the first episode, it's not a subtle thing. It's just they don't they give it away in the last fourth of the episode, and then you go back and watch the episode. No, I think it's actually and like he smiles like that throughout. The no, no, it's literally episode. in the first ten minutes because yeah, he's like, like "Why point. are you smiling in your picture?" And he's like, "Oh, because I'm dumb." And the show in character in this oh well yeah it establishes that his face tenses up but like it's it, you, you you go back and <sighs> no no i'm with you hate i'm not okay <laughs> in any other shonen work every single time that he would be smiling there would be a fucking uh uh, uh an echoey voice that would say god i'm so anxious right now yeah <laughs> okay you know what I'll, i i get that you know we're not going back to the it's, naruto it's a good swing device. It's a good, and i can appreciate good. that but at the same time, it's not subtle. It's an enjoyable it detail that always happens. It is a way to show you how the character no, feels. It's, it's in the same category it. as the fact that Goku stretches before every fight. What? Like, no, that what? is no. Yes, what? it is. Everyone stretches for any like physical activity. It's just normal. Okay, but like, okay, watch Gone because the only character I can compare to Goku is Gone from Hunter x Hunter. I don't know that hair. show. Gone just fights. Whereas, I mean, most. I mean, yeah, they do. But you. Imp- whereas Goku you before every fight stretches, and that's like, oh yeah, that's kind of cool that he does that. This is the same thing in Fire Force. Hey, the it's main not. character smiles. It's like, when no, it's like humanizing. I guess that's the most I can give it, though. Nothing. Nothing about Goku stretching. Like he just stretches before he fights. If you see the main character smile in Fire Force, and he smiles that particular way, you know what emotion he's feeling at that moment, without it being like beaten over the head. I just, I, it's just nah. a cool device in this backstory where they think he's smiling because yeah. it's like menacing, but it's actually just like, it's oh, visual I know. I storytelling. Swear, visual I, I, storytelling. I, I genuinely swear if you guys are going to pretend that this is the next like intellectual anime like, of 2019 not, because the main character smiles. No, no one here is saying this device. is super deep. It's just a good visual storytelling. That's, yeah, that's, that's it. That's it. That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying it's a very effective use of visual storytelling. It's not like in your face. The hell is visual storytelling? That it's it's telling stories with visuals. Is, is that like when, like in the beginning of Shrek, when they had the picture book and they were like telling no. the story? 
They're just, no, they're just telling they're, you the story. They, they, they were sh- they literally in the beginning can, of if Shrek. If you can infer like something without having been told anything, aka show don't tell, that is visual storytelling. That's literally as simple as it gets. Oh, yeah, like it's, in it's, porn when a guy has an erection and you know he's horny. So that so you see Actually, smile, yeah, and then kinda, later yeah. it's revealed that that <laughs> smile was meant something different, and then you can go back and see visually with your eyes and not your ears that it no, is. Frog, frog let, let's let's analyze this from the joke he just made. <laughs> If you see a hard penis, it is visual storytelling to tell you that this man is turned on right now. Moth, you are correct. I mean, yeah, it's a visual cue. There you go. You fucking so, idiot. So it's a visual cue. It's not visual storytelling. It's a that's visual cue. What, you can get that's visual what, cues that are, work in tandem with each other are visual storytelling. That's just... So that's, it's like... You're just, whenever, just trying to extrapolate for the purpose of extrapolation. So it's like in One Piece, whenever Zoro drinks, you know, he, he's getting drunk. Yes, I mean, yeah, that's like a really dumb way to do it. That's like not, that's, that's not even storytelling. It's more so just observation. Like, <laughs> so you're observing that the character's smiling. Because the smiling okay, clearly okay. means something, because they told us it means something. Frog, frog, we can't, like, there, there's no rationing with this creature, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you can't, you can't, con- like, he's, I'm he's both not going to be right able now. to you see it. A, just go through these few tards. All right, so uh, now bear in mind, I've actually only seen episode one of every anime this season because I've been oh, betrayed okay. by my wife. This is this <laughs> is great. Uh, my wife and I watch every show that we watch. So like, sure, there's shows sure. that I drop that I don't want to drop, like Baki, but I drop it because my wife is like, you know, she she doesn't like Baki. Just watch on your uh, own time. So well, I I don't. I do other things like play Final Fantasy or oh, play Battletech. No. no, but um. You know, I, I was betrayed by my wife because I was like, I'm going to be gone for a week. And then my wife comes and visits me during the whole second week and we can catch up on all of our anime. It'll be great. Well, she calls me last night and she's like, oh, man, did you see Dr. Stone last night? I'm like, no, <laughs> should I have? Wait, really? She's like, like, cheated on you. She's like, wait, you haven't been watching all the anime? And I'm like, no, I've actively been waiting to watch it with you. <laughs> So I'm completely your, your betrayed, and now tonight I have to stone like, and you're over there. Oh, so you don't know about Takasa and the, the main conflict of the series, which hate neglects because he doesn't see the second episode because he's a dumbass. Well, to be fair, apparently I'm an idiot I'm too. Mad at you. Um, but uh, so moving on, we've we've covered Doctor Stone. We've covered that Fire Force has the Dr. best stone smiling yet, protagonist. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Stone is going to be a continuing uh, a character in this. Read the podcast. manga; you might like him more because the production is actually really good in the manga. Uh, well, Boichi. I mean, everything Boichi, Boichi yeah. does is good. Anything, uh, anything Boichi touches with his art stick is gold. So yeah, uh, no, everything Doctor he does Stone is good. Ends, um, I might read it. No, uh, it gives me hope that if everything else Boichi has ever done is getting a manga, then maybe Sunken Rock will get a manga or an anime. anime. Yeah, yeah, okay. that one. Sunken Rock. I don't know. It feels like it's too too old. Not too old. Just like it's really gritty. I mean, Dororo is literally from the 40s or 50s. Yeah, exactly. So, like, it could happen. Yeah. Well, like, and I mean, it's, it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like Congo Boncho. I feel like in the time between JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 5 and Part 6 getting an anime, Congo Boncho getting an anime would fit right in. No idea what that is. It's, uh, from what I've been told, it's a manga about an incredibly buff high school student beating up other incredibly buff high school students. So it's. Oh. Every I'm not talking about I, I mean, take JoJo-sized people. Like, they're literally the same size as uh, Baki. Like, they are massive, eight-foot-tall space marine human beings fighting each other. Okay. That sounds uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but I've been told. Oh, uh, be- before so we... I, before I, we... I, 
go ahead, Moth. Go ahead. No, no. Before we I, get into the rest of the season, I do have a confession to make, and uh, I apologize. I've I've led the whole audience up to this point into believing that I have never read a manga in my life, except when you slipped up that one time. <laughs> but it turns out I I have actually read a manga from start to finish, cover to f- cover, and all the bonus chapters the author did. Mm. Uh, and it's really hard to translate the manga, so I'll just I'll try to explain the plot, and I'll try to think of like a good translated name for it because it has like one of those. Ryoji uh, Chan Butsu names or something where it's like I don't yeah. know how to translate this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's the story of two childhood friends, a boy and a girl, and the boy left home when the girl stayed. So he left and he tried to go on with his life, and they experienced a childhood trauma together. Okay, uh, a goblin slayer. No, no, not even close. <laughs> um, and uh, she has kind of stayed in this hometown, and this childhood trauma has haunted the kid. And as a lot of kids get childhood trauma. They don't really remember the details. They just have a sense of dread around certain things. Sure, this isn't Goblin Slayer. It, I'm positive it's not Goblin Slayer. <laughs> um, so uh, the the manga starts with the boy coming back to his home to visit his parents because he's like, you know, I can't sleep at night. I've been dealing with, a, you know, like this trauma is coming back to me, but I can't quite remember what it is. And he doesn't feel comfortable talking to his parents. Uh, and he remembers that the events happened on his parents' property, which is the worst part. And uh, he, uh, it, you know, he borrows the keys to his parents' shed where it happens, and uh, there he meets up with his his friend, and he kind of relives the trauma with her. And, oh, is this uh, uh, Layers of White? Yeah, it's Layers of White. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, this is not... I hate you. I hate you so goddamn much, you piece of shit. I was, like, invested, and then you're like, oh, yeah, it's my porn. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you so much. I only know that because my friend is super into moths like you are, and like he showed me that. Oh man. <laughs> you bug fucking son of a bitch. That fucking change your name in the Discord to bug fucking son of a bitch. No, you I don't piece like putting I don't like putting swear words in stuff. Bug you heckin' bug son bumming. of a bitch. Bug heckin' son of a gun. Yeah, I like there that. There you go. Um <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, uh, do we want to explain... Finished. That made me happy. Do, do we want to explain the joke to the audience here? Oh, Layers of White is a white Tentai is... doujin about a moth girl who fucks a student and also his daughter at some point. I don't know. Uh, that, that, that's that's the chapter that uh, it went off the rails, yeah. <laughs> it's weird. I think it went off the rails when he tried to fuck a bug. <laughs> Actually, no. I mean, no, no the uh, bug raped him, I think. Yeah, yeah. So, Can, we uh, that's gonna... Can we say that on the podcast? <laughs> Is that a thing we could say? We no, can as say whatever we, don't get we too want as long as it's not it. within the first five minutes. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it's how like you did some weird shit about five minutes and the So uh that's that's so, uh that's the entire plot. I'm not gonna go into details because uh I don't want this ever to become a podcast that discusses porn. <laughs> but uh I, I figured I, there. I had to catch I, you I got guys a question off with for that y'all. joke. Uh, I have a question for y'all, okay? Okay. Do you love your mother and her two-hit multi-target attack? Fuck off. I haven't seen it. Fuck off. <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's bad. It's not amazing. It's bad. Like, no, it's don't touch your code. It's bad. Fuck you. It's uh, so like, bad. Her name is literally Momo- Mama. Yeah, Mama, Mama-ko. Mama-ko okay. or something. It's, it's no. a... It's it's she's adorable. I have a thing for my RR type. She's barely she's even great. an RR. So, she's she looks so sixteen. She acts sixteen. Are, she's sixteen. We are discovering more and more about Mike by the minute with this episode. <laughs> so we've discovered he has an infatuation with childhood abuse, and now we know that he has an Oedipus <laughs> complex. So uh, we're cracking the code here, guys. 
Oh, yeah. Right. No, Call the mom the is super cute, Rex, but, you, but uh, you know, I bet she couldn't think for 3,700 years, though. That'd be too much uh, to go by. But you yeah, can set this <laughs> little mom who, like, is looks she 16 could, and, like, You know what? I, Frog, I bet she couldn't think for 3,700 like, years. In fact, I think no human could do that Yeah, I mean, sane. maybe it'd be an unrealistic world that it's for fun and shown, and I don't know, maybe, like, you could just dig, uh, relax a little bit, you know? Well, maybe if in this theoretical fun shonen world, like, there wasn't, like, a focus on science and, like, the scientific method, Listen, I could maybe everything believe... about the show is realistic except for the humans. The humans are super-powered. Their minds and their bodies alike are super-powered. Everything else is realistic. They're just, like, really strong and really smart. That's the only thing that's different. No, so, I, I, I got a question about, about the Oedipus Do You anime? Love Your Mother anime. Uh, without seeing it, I'm gonna chalk it into the same realm as Haven't You Heard I'm Sugimoto, or whatever that one's called. I have called, no idea what that is, but I agree. Uh... It, yeah, it's kind of like an Isekai version of that. Well, um, no, no, no. Uh, let me let me explain. Um, haven't you heard? I'm Sakimoto. Probably in my mind would have done better as a three episode ova rather than an entire series. Because when you base your entire plot around one gimmick, you quickly burn out. It's the yeah. reason. As much as I love I like Chromatari High, I got bored of Chromatari High after four Cromarty, episodes. Cromarty, by the way, Cromarty High is fucking amazing. Yeah, but I got bored after four episodes because it's the same gag over and over again. Uh, but for Sakimoto Kun, I I agree with you that uh, uh, that show. I don't think it should have been an OVA. I think it should have been one of the many short, like three to ten minute animes. Yeah, okay, and I'll give it that. Twelve episodes of that, like that would have been perfect, and I would have actually watched more than two episodes of it. Uh, but uh, it, it's not exactly uh, two hit two hit mama is what I'm gonna call it. It's not exactly that. It there is a little bit of a narrative, but like the the thing is like the the character that's overpowered isn't the the isekai main character. It's his mom. So yeah. like there's not for any cool reason either. She just picks up a good sword and it's like this is the best sword in the game. And you're like okay. Oh, and she picks up two good swords. Oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> so. uh... It, it, real quick, I, I want to go off on a tangent. I know we're supposed to talk about the seasonal animes, but there's an anime that I don't think a lot of people watched, and it <laughs> aired last year. Because we were talking about three-minute animes. Um, and it was, I can't remember the exact name of it, but it was Monster Wife Club. And it was about a <laughs> bunch of high school boys that become wives. That does sound like something you watch. Inhuman monsters. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I watched like the first episode of that, and I, was, I checked out because it was too much of a monster for me. Well, no, it's great. I loved it, and it's here's the thing: you can watch the entire series in thirty minutes. Yeah, like, you but j- if you're gonna watch a short anime like that, you should probably watch Inferno Cop and just skip it. Oh hell yeah! Oh, sure, sure. Uh, but then again, there's actually a lot of animes that I feel could have been a lot better if they weren't three minutes. So if we're to take Sakimoto, turn it into a three minute anime, I think it would have been better. On yeah. the same page, if we had taken an anime like I can't understand what my husband is saying. And given it at least 12 minutes an episode, it would have been phenomenal. Yeah, that show's really weird. I didn't know it was a short anime until I started watching it. I was like, wow, what? This yeah. show seems like the premise can go further than this. Yeah, it really could because it, it's in the same category as Life is of Life as like Wagnaria was. The first part. Second series of Wagnaria is garbage. I would even say uh, it's it's a lot similar to uh, uh, Maid Dragon, and that Maid Dragon works perfectly as a thirty minute show. Or what was that one about the uh, the the club full of college boys who just liked anime stuff? I can't remember what it's called. Uh, Free. You just described so many animes. <laughs> no, no, no. Month. But they're specifically in college, and they're a bunch of like dirty weebs. Like one of them is a fighting uh, game expert. I don't know, man. Oh, uh, uh. Uh, fucking something game. Um, no game. No, no new game. New game. 
No, it's not new game. It's one of them's like a fighting game enthusiast. The other one likes, uh, obviously, he's like the porn addict character. And then there's a guy who only likes manga. Wait, wait the porn addict? Yeah, addict. <laughs> what? You've been uh, he's... addicted. <laughs> okay, but it's, it's one addict. where a girl joins the club and you kind of get a look into the life of all of these types of people throughout the, the series. The gamer. Is it Barakamon or, or Bakamon or yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's it. Barakamon. Barack Obamamon. Yeah. 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 I know <laughs> that's no, my that favorite is. Digimon. Okay. Uh, moving on because I, I I took us back a few years on a seasonal review. Uh, <laughs> Hell has back frozen to the past over to watch the shitty games that suck ass. Uh, Hell has actually frozen over. Uh, What's that? Okay. We we should have established by this point that I hate Moe anime like. Yes. You cannot. I, I can't excuse another terrible genre of anime, like Moe stuff. Like, I mean, uh, Azumanga Daio, uh, Lucky Star, those kind of things. Like straight in the trash. Like uh, you should be on a government watch list if you like <laughs> these kind of things. Um, but this season, there is not one, but there are two Moe animes that I find intriguing. Yes. Uh, and I'm going to go over the one that I'm probably going to drop here really fast, but it had a strong first episode. And uh, that's Are You Lost? <clears throat> yeah, I've not heard of this. Now, I, mean, either, I don't actually. like it. I'm going to probably drop it. But I have to give the mangaka credit because he knows what he's talking about. And so it's about four girls who get stranded on an island. And there, there's a lot oh, of yeah. like... There's, and, uh, is this one the of Bug the girls, Island one? No, no, no. One of the girls is a survival expert. And this does sound like the Bug Island one, though. No, no, no. It's it's the Bug Island one is like fifty people. Yeah. So know, like, you get plenty of murder. Um, I actually can't find the Bug Island one. Has it aired yet? I have no idea. I, it's probably no one picked it up. You'll okay. probably have to pirate it. Maybe. Yeah, I'll probably have to check Kiss Anime. Um, and I'll complain about that later. But um, so she uh, so one of them is actually a survival expert, and throughout the episode, she did survival things. She's like, "Oh, you're dehydrated. Well, catch a fish." And kill it and drain its blood and drink that because that's the only form of water that you can drink if you're stranded is basically other animals' blood. Uh, she talks about maintaining proper hydration. She talks about finding water and getting water you need in a timely manner. She talks about surviving on various islands, what you need to do to survive, like all sorts of interesting facts. Uh, that the, It's kind of like how in Golden Kamui, uh, once you get past the amazing action and character development you find out that the mangaka knows how to actually kill small animals. And you're like, holy crap, he's knowledgeable on this. Uh, same thing. It's a trashy, trashy Moe anime, but I can at least give it credit that the mangaka knows what the hell he's talking about. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one, and this this one I really shouldn't be giving any credit to, but I'm <laughs> a huge workout buff, uh, and that is how heavy are the dumbbells you lift. Yes! And oh, I have oh to say, <laughs> as far as OPs and EPs for a season... Uh, so good! Yeah, dumbbell wins. Dumbbell um, has the best opening and ending of a seasonal anime. I think anime. that Five Force is the best ending for sure for this season, but I like No, it. no, no. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Let's, let's rewind and go to Fire Force. In the first season, Fire Force has already Naruto'd itself. All right? Huh? And let me explain. Naruto has really good OPs. Amazing OPs. Uh, Fighting the, Dreamers. The uh, Kana Boom, whatever the hell the songs they did. Like, you get some really, really good songs. And then the endings are always Sakura in some stupid-ass art style walking across a beach. The ending is not like that, though. It's actually really good. No, but it is the two girls in the series in a nunnery. That is the ending. It's only one of the girls. 
Okay, but it's it's the, the same thing as Naruto. It's because she is a nun. <laughs> no, but it's the same thing as Naruto, where it's just, let's take this female character no one really cares about, give the entire ending to her about walking her sadly. <laughs> I but might care it's, about it's, her. By no, episode two, it gives her, a, that, it gives, I mean, it gives her like a backstory completely visually. It's actually really cool. She, she is probably the most standout character in the entire cast of supporting characters, and yet she is the worst character. She's like, what? look, Wait, this is why? a really cool nun, and then like she's immediately trampled by the other girl who's way cooler. She's immediately yeah. oh, trampled by Zoro, and like. I, I mean, want to be punched by the cat. But, her, but the thing is, the ED gives her a backstory completely without any words, and that's actually really cool. And I, and I, I no, it's I, a boring backstory. It's a Sakura ending. <laughs> it's it's cool. It's like no, it, it shows it her is how a Sakura her, like, her, wait, wait, how her nunnery do you mean got like Sakura taken over or by, Sakuga? Uh, by, like, no, no, flames. I'm I'm talking about Sakura from Naruto. Like it is okay. a Sakura ending where I skip all the endings of Naruto because just Sakura walking on a beach. Anyway, dumbbell. Right? No, no. Yeah, oh yeah, dumbbell. So best <laughs> opening, best ending. Uh, I'll, I'll Honestly, give you SOP because I like it a lot. You know, here, here's the thing. Um, so I'm, I actually want to ask because you're you're implying that this is a moe show. Frog, is this a moe show? Um, it's more of an etchy show, but only. But, but here's the thing: it actually toned it down a lot. Uh, After the manga the first is pretty. Episode. The manga is pretty risque, but uh, the first. I, the anime I know Moth itself, has very loose definitions for his, Moe. Uh, it's, genres. I mean, it's got cute stuff. It's not like it's. It's, it's cute it's, girls doing cute things. It's cute girls Moe. doing manly things. Actually, it, no, yeah, they're not doing manly things. The There's the only one girl in the entire group who does anything remotely manly, and she is what? the best girl. The boxer. Uh no the 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 girl like the high school idol I don't even know her name she doesn't she's do the anything manly like, she just comes when she uses muscles that's all oh you know what and that nice. as far as Moe girl anime personalities that's the best one I've ever seen <laughs> is, I, if, I, I think if, you're gonna like the Russian girl Zeno when she comes in if, if she's like straight up big nutting it over muscular men like boom best Moe archetype I've ever seen I don't think it's I mean, really Moe Mo. I think it's more that's Moth's sure. whole get in. Well, it, it kind of reminds me Here's of three. The, the manga is manager... edgy, but the the anime seems to be guiding towards the moe ish, more moe well, than the, the manga. I, I will say the anime almost feels like it's poking fun at the manga because the main girl is consistently going, "Why are we putting ecchi in this?" That's the manga did that too. Oh, it does. Never mind. Then I don't know. Yeah, I don't no, read. No. It's 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 a comedy. <laughs> I actually, I did read the manga like years ago. Actually, I, I love this manga. Uh, um, coincidentally, by the same author as King and Asura, which is coming out this season, um, and yeah. the same universe, believe it or not. That would that would explain a lot of the back, like uh, a lot of characters. Uh, Muscle Kun is a great character. Oh, Machio, um, I love him. I love him so much. Oh, Machio, that's his name. It's actually yeah. like a pun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would say that the uh, the main girl is kind of boring, but I, I'm glad there's a lot of things they do that I enjoy, and it might have been in the manga, but like the fact that you actively see her not watching her diet by showing how many calories she's cramming down her throat. Yeah. Um. The fact that you actively see her living an unhealthy lifestyle, like, there's a lot of things that show, like, hey, these are things you need to not do if you're trying to be a better person. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because me, when I got really big into working out, like, I would work out five days a week and I would still gain weight and it wasn't muscle, it was fat. Like, where I should have a six-pack was going away because I was eating like a dump truck. And the, the show very subtly implies, like... Hey, you have to switch up your diet to be proper protein, proper carbs yeah. if you want to be fit. Um, and I like that. They're going to like, go over nutrition, I think, like more in depth later. But yeah, they do it. They do it. They totally do it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it is so good. Nice. Um, it, it's, it's, it's a Moe anime, but I will give it a clear pass because once again, the mangaka knows what the hell he's talking about. Yeah, it's definitely. It's like I said, the manga is actually the mangaka because I actually know about this from reading his other stuff. He is an ex uh, martial arts fighter. 
and work out nut himself. So he's like he just loves working out and he loves like combat and stuff. So he just loves putting that those kind of ideas on paper with different artists and it's really cool. So what you're saying is he goes to the gym, checks out all his bras and then draws them. Yeah, uh, he doesn't draw. He's actually um oh, a writer? He's, he's a writer. He has he's this is a different artist than Kangan. Okay. Uh, oh, well, that, that's cool. That's something that uh, isn't touched on enough, uh, the mangakas that just write their works. Because yeah. there are uh, most, I, not most, but a lot of mangakas pretty much just write, and then they get good artists to help them out. Yeah, like, you mean, like, one? Well, one, one does, I love one's work, though, to be honest. One's art is beautiful in yeah. that it looks like I did it. Well, the <laughs> fact that he has no reference for depth perception always cracks me up. Like, I'm going to post this picture. It's like, it's just a good example. Uh, you don't have to put this on the podcast, maybe, because like, this is more what it looks like in the manga. It's, it's definitely more risque is what I'm trying to get at. Like, well, yeah, they put they put nipple lines in the fact that her shirt is coming yeah, up. Like. Yeah, exactly. And there's like there's like clear, like, <laughs> and there's this shot, and there's, you can see her like, clit pressed up against her pants and stuff. It's like, it's it's not subtle. So they, they turned no. it down for the anime a lot. Um, yeah, they did, and I, I her definitely appreciate it. shirt's not the only thing coming up. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Also, um, I, this is like uh, the, <laughs> I don't want to mention this real quick. Uh, in the first chapter, uh, Machio is buff as hell, but they actually kind of buffed him up a little more in the anime, which I love. <laughs> <laughs> like he, he's he's huge in the show. I've seen pictures of him, and he looks like a fucking like, beast. Yeah, with here's like him an... in the first chapter of the manga, but in the first cha- in the first episode of the anime, he's way bigger. Hold on, I'll get a picture of that too. Uh, you know like, the uh, that that famous old like uh, uh, Daojin picture of the super buff guy with the moe head, and he's getting married to that girl. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, the one where like it's unbelievable on the proportions, and his neck yeah, this, is like twelve feet long. <laughs> this is literally what that reminds me of. Yeah, I, I like him. Macho. I, I like Macho. He's a great character because, and, and this is something I I know this isn't anime related, but half the stuff we talk about isn't even anime related. But yeah, don't worry about it. A lot of people have fear about going to gyms, and yeah. I, I understand. And let me let me let me and get rid so of these fears about here. It. Are there sweet bros at the gym? Yes, there absolutely is. But here's the here's what you're gonna see if you go to the gym and you're working out. It's like your first time at the gym. The only time somebody is going to approach you is one, if they think you need help, or two, if they think you're being dangerous. Nobody has an issue going up to you and going, hey, I noticed you're doing this workout. Uh, I don't think your form is right. Can I help you? They will never snicker about you behind your back and call you a fatty. Everybody at a gym needs to be at a gym. Like, everybody at the gym needs to be at the gym. The sweet swole bros need to be at the gym to retain their weight. The moms who go to a gym need to go to a gym to get some stress relief in their life. The guys in their 50s with saggy, like, pork fat arms need to be at the gym to retain their heart so they don't die when they're 60. Like, you need to be at a gym, and it is not a hostile environment. If you're a girl and you're worried about going to a gym, I've never been to a Curves, but go to a Curves. It's meant for girls. Or go to your local YMCA. Nobody is going to crap on you at a gym. Nobody. The people who make fun of fat people at gyms are people that don't go to gyms. Basically, oh, and yeah. if somebody does start roasting you at the gym, you're they're going to die. Yeah, like, yeah, tell them to get out and they'll, they'll get kicked the fuck out. Like, honestly, if you see somebody getting roasted at a gym, go talk to one of the personal trainers who yeah. monitor that place like a hawk and be like, hey, mm-hmm. we got somebody at the gym who's causing problems and that guy will be gone. He'll either be shamed and never come back or he'll be a hell of a lot humble the next day. Um, on top of that, the only thing I really do complain about though at gyms is, uh, if you have to answer a text, I understand like once I get to my fourth or my fifth, fifth rotation of sets, 
I can't jump up and go to the next machine as much as I used to. Like right. I, the first three sets, I can jump up, I can go to the next machine, no problem. Fourth, fifth set, I get that. You want to check your phone, you want to give your muscles a rest, you're breathing heavy. Get off the damn machine. Yeah. Just yeah. Get like, off uh, the damn machine. When you're when you're working out, like you do need to, you know, take your take rests between like uh workouts just so that you can calm your muscles down and then you go into the next workout. Uh but yeah, get the fuck off the machine. Like there's other people working out. Yeah. Yes. So uh sorry, tangent, but the only reason I'm giving dumbbells a pass is because one, I'm a huge workout buff, so it, it does attack me right there. Uh, two, because I feel like the Mangaka actually knows what he's talking about. He is, yeah. That's why I think so you're in, I, like, uh, his other his other show. I am just going to take just a real quick moment just to talk about an anime that I'm incredibly excited for this season, despite the fact that I'm a season behind, and that is uh, Symphogear. Symphogear Bruh. is Bruh. awesome. <laughs> like, no, fuck both of you guys. Like, Moth... <laughs> Moth, you were. Kind of, I, I, I will give you this, right? There is idle aspects to Symphogear. It's crap. No, 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 no. no, no. There, you was, need there to understand. was one idle anime my entire life that I felt might be good. Moth, Moth. And it was. It's not an idle anime. Just there are two characters in it that are idols. Already trash. Like, the, the whole show is about. Uh, like, there's a deep fucking lore about how the moon is making people not be able to be gay. Oh, so like, it's fake. It's fake <laughs> yeah. all over again. It's 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 really crazy, but like the cool it's it's a shonen show in which girls get super robot forms and they sing to power themselves up and they actually sing too. Like if it for example, if they throw a punch and they exert a lot of a force, like the singing will reflect the fact that they're they're putting a lot of force into their punch. Like it's this not sounds just like absolutely stupid. It's it's awesome. The characters are phenomenal. We're five seasons into this fantastic five show. That's not, seasons? Five a, seasons? Yes. Five Is there seasons a mobile in? game that they're raking cash in at this point? Like, Because that's the only explanation I can think of. There is a mobile game. There we go. There but, we go. It's the only reason like, we're still getting a limitless. Until like season two or three. Oh. Like, it, this is the it, only it, reason we are getting a limitless supply of fate oh, animes. And that's because no, FGO is raking show, in the big bucks out of Korea. This show is not tied. There is a mobile game, but it existed way oh. before a mobile game existed. There is, like, there it is was original one work anime and it's, it's that started really entertaining. as a mobile game that the is any good. The music is amazing. Nope. Uh, the characters are phenomenal. Nope. Uh, I need to watch the last season. Uh, it's nope. totally worth it. I just want to shill for Simpho Gear because nope. the main character's fucking a punch girl and she's super fucking awesome and uh, it's the best. I might be more interested if it was called Nympho Gear, but it's not. <laughs> no, that's just uh, Queen's Blade. That's oh, yeah. season one. Season one is Nympho Gear. There's a there's a <laughs> there's a scientist girl that's straight up like Nope. Uh Zombie Land Saga ruined all <laughs> female centric singing anime. What? No, that was me. like the good one. That that yeah, That's the thing. Zombie Land Saga is the good idol anime, and oh, it's okay. still mediocre at best. Uh, no, it's fantastic. I no, it was it's, all right. it's no, trash. No, I think it's I think it's all right. You, you want to finish it? You want to know what Zombieland Saga is? Not, is? I it cannot. Is it was okay. Seven episodes of girls saying, "I can't do this," and five episodes yeah. of girls doing stupid stuff. I like the comedy though; it was good. The comedy's good, but there's not enough of it. Like no, I agree. the episode but that's, where that's they... what an I, fro, uh, moth. You need to understand, like what you just described. That's kind of what. Idol animes are so that's 
You just like, don't like idle animes, and that's fine. I mean, to be no, fair, like, yeah, it's like, no, I think I think it's just valid. It's, it's Merit in saying like, uh, well, maybe he just he thinks that idle anime should try and do some other stuff. Then I don't know. There, there fair. are three good episodes in Zombieland Saga. The second one is so good. though. The episode where they rap. Yeah, that's the second one. The episode where they compete in a freaking ultimate ninja tournament. Oh, the mud thing. Yeah, yeah, and the episode awesome. where the girl rides a motorcycle off a cliff. I like the one where they're, they're, they're chickens. That one's fun. That's the same episode as I, the other one, I think, actually. That one's okay. I love the episode where it reveals who uh, the uh, producer Stan is. Don't care. That's a, Don't care. That that's he was her episode. high school uh, crush. He was he, She was his high school crush. Yeah, he had a huge thing for her in high school. That's why he revived her. Now, here's the thing. Zombieland Saga <laughs> would have just been okay. It would have been like a 6, maybe a 6.5 in my book. If in the last two episodes she didn't get hit by a truck again and go through this amnesia, oh I can't God, do it. Oh my God, we're going on. over this again. Like, the, the amnesia played into the plot, Moth. You just... No, no. One, dumb. amnesia is the weakest plot trope ever. Amnesia is absolute garbage. If you just, like, uh, you can't write it off instantly without seeing what no, it has. No, you absolutely can I haven't, can't. I haven't seen trash. what that is, though, to be fair. But like, you can also write off Gridman, and Gridman is not even... It's, like, not even really amnesia. It's, like, something but else But Gridman's trash, too. Yeah, but you didn't see it. Yeah, but yeah the I watched the reason... first four episodes, and then you shilled and said, "No, you got to watch six episodes before it gets good." No, no I it's think it's trash. good. You just no, didn't it's like the good from the beginning. Parts. It's just different. We already talked about it three times. So the third grid man. Let's, let's moving on. No, <laughs> so so uh, amnesia this is, is the a weak we hate plot anime point. podcast. The only podcast that doesn't shut the fuck up about the same topics every episode. Nope. Uh, Utawara Romono did an amnesia plot. Absolute garbage. <laughs> absolute garbage i don't know what that is moth is literally only bringing this up because i'm the only human being in the world who knows what utuwara <laughs> is i i if you know what it is good for you there's two good characters in utuwara ramono and both of them swing giant swords and that's it oh, yeah she is pretty great isn't she yeah and that so is he fucking... but uh yeah utuwara ramono garbage amnesia plot uh let's go through amnesia plots uh it's not even an amnesia plot. The character lie. amnesia so plot much. garbage it's garbage for reasons other than the amnesia plot. No, mode. but it, it definitely accelerates the garbage. Uh, Zombieland Saga, amnesia plot twice, doubles the garbage. <laughs> no! D- uh, uh, <laughs> amnesia, so amnesia's not even part of the plot, it's just there. Oh, no, uh, it is... Uh, it, okay. Outlaw I don't know, Star. I didn't finish it, I don't care. Outlaw Star, 10 out of 10 anime what? until you realize that the main girl is an amnesia plot. <laughs> Cowboy Bebop, 10 out of 10 anime, and then Faye Valentine shows up. Amnesia plot. I mean, Faye, Faye, Faye Valentine is, like, the worst character in, in uh, Cowboy Bop, so fair there, but it's not because of the amnesia, it's because she's a bad uh, character. Is there an amnesia plot in Sword Art Online? Probably, I don't know. I mean, Sword Art Online is Sword Art Online. Sword Art Online has every kind of plot of... device ever, so... Uh, dot Hack, amnesia plot, garbage. People like uh, the hack, don't there's they? Not a dot, there's not an amnesia plot in Dot Hack. Yeah, there is one of the ones like Dot Hack Rebirth or one of the stupid like other seasons. Uh, he's a comatose kid who doesn't realize it and he's got an amnesia plot and he thinks a cat oh. is his mother. Oh, you're talking about, okay, you're talking about Dot Hack Sign. Um, yeah. That show is bad because it's boring, not because the character can't remember anything. Okay, uh, amnesia plot. Uh, that that is like right there. That is a horseman of the apocalypse of a bad anime. So let's go over the four horsemen of the apocalypse of bad anime. Gratuitous ecchi, uh, amnesia, no moe content, Depends. and yuri. Depends. Now let's go over and yuri. Fuck you. Yuri's let's not go even over. Like a thing. Let's go over the four. Keys don't exist. The four <laughs> heralds of redemption. Okay, uh, muscles. Uh, muscles, action, uh, violence. yaoi, oh, action, so it's just a double and comedy. Standard. 
Yeah, it's it's literally just <laughs> Moth Moth likes what he likes, and if I was it's like, not is what he likes, no, it's, it's just a double ever. standard. It's fine. <laughs> Speaking of things Moth likes, though, I want to talk about something that I forgot about till just now because we started talking about the gays. <laughs> Given is awesome, and you both need to watch it. It's fucking great. Given. Given. It is. It is. It is a. Uh, it's, it's a uh, Yowie, light Yowie right now, but probably full on Yowie eventually. Uh, now, just to be clear, uh, I don't actually anime. like all Yowies. Like, help! I'm being stalked by the sexiest man alive. Is it on Crunchyroll? For, uh, it yeah. was good first episode. Complete garbage afterwards. Like as a one-off, it was great. But then it was like, oh wow. But the thing, the thing about Given that like makes it good. It's not about two boys that like each other it's about music and how these two boys find a connection with each other through music and uh, it's i don't care yeah i fuck really don't you <laughs> fuck you both it's 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 amazing it's one of my it's def it's one of like it's probably up there this for my anime of the season this this season because i kind of watched a character drama i just i just had an idea i think uh darling and the franks would have been tolerable if the pilots switched positions I actually you, just realized that. Is this you admitting you want to watch an anime where the, the main power I, I is would have watched and I, I would have watched NTR the anime if Double O was straight up riding that boy's butt the entire time. When you said Double O, I thought we were talking about Gundam for a second. You mean Zero Two? Yeah, Double yeah, O. Two of them. Uh, fuck you. Two O's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, real quick. While we're talking about seasonal, like the go. fact that we're starting the season, uh... I'm putting my pirate hat back on. My pirate hat has literally been in the closet for five years. Uh, okay. But at this point, anime streaming has become so dumb that my pirate hat is coming out of the closet. So let's I'm let's break down this season, okay? Uh-huh. If you want to watch 30% of the anime that came out this season, you get Crunchyroll and VRV. Yeah. Uh, if you want to watch two very niche animes, you have to get Funimation. Wait, if you want to watch Vinland Saga and only Vinland Saga, you have to have Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. What, are the, if, what are the niche ones? Uh, the the uh, Dumbbell and one other, I can't even remember. Eh, okay. If you want to watch... Uh, uh, if you want to watch... It's not For My Daughter, it's the other one, the Demon Lord one, where he enters his own MMO. Who cares? You have to have Hulu. Nobody care, though? No, no, like nobody, nobody cares. Care. And then after all of this, let's say you've paid for your four to five subscription services that cost like ten bucks yeah. a month, some of which you're only getting one anime a season out of, you still don't get every anime. No. Uh, Bug yeah. Island is probably not going to be hosted on any of these sources. Yeah. So the fact that I'm already shelling out forty to fifty dollars a month and I'm not getting all the anime this season is garbage. So yeah, Kiss Anime, I've missed you. Let's get on it. Yeah, I can, there's better I mean, sites I, than Kiss Anime. Yeah, I can, I can, I, you should just use not Nya and just download it uh, episode by episode so you don't get a virus here's, on your fucking Here's life. the thing, and this. I can, I can tell you this story because I've already paid the fine for it. So it's not like I'm going to get hunted down by a production company. Uh, I once downloaded the Metalocalypse movie because I could not find it for anywhere less than like 20 bucks, even on iTunes at the time. And it turned out that the company that owns the rights to Metalocalypse was the main seeder. They were the ones who seeded it. So, <laughs> lo and behold, wow. a week later, I get a letter in the mail saying, I owe $300 or they're taking me to court for ten grand." Okay, but, but here's the deal. Something 
the, the main the main thing that's really important is that that is pirating uh western media japanese companies only care about piracy within japan okay that's fair i've been downloading <laughs> my anime for the past two years downloading is lame though and and my my particular uh, internet service, when they catch you pirating, uh, before you hear from any 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 corporations that want to tax you, they shut off your internet and tell you stop pirating or you're fucked. Really? And then yes, wild. Because the the people because when you pirate the like HBO or whoever, if that's what you're stealing, will contact your the internet provider here and be like, hey, they're fucking stealing, and they'll shut you down. But I've downloaded so many. F- I have I have well over a terabyte of anime on my computer, and guess who's never been contacted? Like nothing has ever happened to me. And it's and now you're gonna say that to the, the world, and the CIA is knocking you yeah, right. right now. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, look, there's, my there's a FBI fat Wisconsin. Go, uh, go, go, send him to prison. Wait, fat Wisconsin? Yeah, I imagine you live in Wisconsin because you're overweight and work at a car shop. We've talked about where I'm from. I'm Arkansan. Yeah, okay, same thing. Arkan- is that how it's said? The difference between uh, Arkansas wait. and Wisconsin is there's less Canadians in Arkansas. No, there's also a lot of uh, uh, Asian uh, foreign people in, in Arkansas. Ford people? I was going to say Asian. Yeah, but they don't like, like Hyundai down there. There's a, there's a high uh, Japanese, uh, high Indian, high uh, Spanish, high uh, Mexican. Like the, It's kind of a weird melting pot of, of cultures down now, here. Here's like, the reality. You get some really authentic ever, fucking uh, Chinese food here. If, if we ever like uh, go on tour and we get like recruited to a convention in like Arkansas, I'm just going to get shivved. With like a Paps Blue Ribbon cam. Like you cam. don't want to go to a convention in Arkansas. The only people that show up to conventions in Arkansas are the Tommy the Green Ranger. I was going to say, like, I imagine like most of the audience here, uh, and, and I'm going to gatekeep for a second. I know this is like a horribly toxic thing, uh, but I put a lot of effort and attention into my cosplays. and I cosplay like once or twice a year. Like... If you're wearing cat ears and a corset, you're not cosplaying as anything. You're just looking for attention. End of story. Yeah, I mean, that's barely even gatekeeping. Yeah, uh, that's fair. But, like, I, I it, when I think of Arkansas, I think of all the conventions I went to in Idaho. And in Idaho, like, there was generally one six foot seven dude who was really, really tall and really, really lanky who dressed as Vash the Stampede every year, and I couldn't tell if it was the same guy or if there were just eight dudes who were really tall with really long black hair cosplaying as Vash the Stampede. Um, Occasionally, they would swap out with Alucard. You'd either get Vash or Alucard because you can switch the trench coats and you're still fine. Yeah. Um, There was, like, that guy every time, and then it was just chicks either dressed up as maids or catgirls, and that was the entire convention. See, the thing about Arkansas, though, is that... uh... Conventions don't happen in Arkansas. Like, well, imagine this, that, this because is the still only place... thing that happens in Arkansas is they film Courage the Cowardly Dog. <laughs> that that was based off Kansas. Like, that's the other one. Not The same state, Arkansas. you have the same letters. Arkansas. Arkansas is an anagram for Kansas. Wait. No. <laughs> it's not what that means. Arkansas is Kansas with an R in front of it. It's, it's an anagram for Kansas. It's a pirate Kansas. Yeah, <laughs> it's pirate Kansas. Yes, it's Kansas. Yeah, it's a, it's an anagram. We're good. No Speaking way. of anagrams, Vinland Saga is a thing that's amazing. It's an anagram for Lindenbergs. Levindivig. 
It's invalid. Did you guys watch invalid. all the episodes? It's 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 an anagram for invalid. It's actually an anagram watched... for Newfoundland, which is where it became after it was done being Vinland. Actually, Vinland is America. Uh, I've only uh, no, watched actually. one episode of Vinland Saga. Uh, the one thing I will respect, though, is in the OP, it actually shows what a Viking berserker was. And well, I really there, appreci- there's a there that that's the character in the show. Well, the fact that a Viking, like, here's the thing: we always joke about Vikings, like, oh yeah, the berserkers, you know, they could handle thirty Englishmen at once. Here's what happened: they found the dumbest guys in the group, gave them a ton of psychedelic mushrooms, and pointed them in a direction. In yeah. fact, it was such a caustic battle tactic that half the time they turned on their own men. Yeah, th- that that's something that makes Vinland Saga so amazing. Uh, it's 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 scarily accurate to uh, uh, actual like like historical Vikings. Like it's it's wild, and Vinland is the. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm. Vinland is the the Scandinavian name for uh, uh, America. Frog, like straight up. They even mate. Native sure Americans. That, that around area became like Atlantic Canada. Actually, I don't know. Hang on. Uh, I mean, yes, but like that's North America. Well, yeah, <laughs> but America is par- Canada's part of it. <laughs> I know. I, I'm not arguing. Cogito ergo some. Oh, Newfoundland. Wait, wait, you said, wait a second, you said, yeah, Newfoundland, I'm sorry, I forgot Newfoundland, Newfoundland is Canada. Yes. So, Newfoundland is actually where my dad was born, where I, uh, summer Oh, your frequently. dad's a fucking Newfie? Yeah, bro, I'm half Newfie, uh, and oh, I- Oh, God! Uh, and I've summered there a lot, uh, so it's kind of cool, because you actually see a bunch of Viking, like, stuff there, like, historical stuff. It's, it's really neat so, to see, uh, and represented before- like, a, a, a medium that I love so much. Not to uh, not to cut this off because uh, honestly, like uh, neo paganism in America has completely ruined Viking culture for me. So I'm going to transition. Uh, before we close this episode, I really need to talk about the fight scene in Demon Slayers. Oh, uh, abs- no, yeah, I'm with you actually. Was was that episode 13 where they did that fight scene, or was I that episode 14? Episode 13, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so episode 13 is probably my favorite episode in an opens, anime in the last six months. It opens so well, though. It opens well, and then the rest of the episode is great. Because we have had high-tension drama, high-tension character interaction. Like, everything has been so in-your-face, like, slamming at the gates, that an episode where the characters are just developing their friendship, and it's going to benefit the rest of the storytelling, it is, uh, you might want to call it visual storytelling, because it's showing them interacting with each other. But, no. (laughs) I'm gonna I'm gonna just send you a visual storytelling of me killing myself. <laughs> but no if you talk, for... it's not visual storytelling anymore. You won't. Um, you'll just hear he'll hold up little, little signs. <laughs> like no. he'll like he'll like shoot himself in the face, but his face will get all black, and then he'll hold up a sign like "ouch." Like in racism, or I'll kill myself. Well, uh, the family is now hosted by myself. But oh, uh, yeah, I would say. Episode 13 of Demon Slayers is probably the very best episode I've seen in about a year. I would say in a year. In the last uh, year. No. Short of the Golden Kamui Hot Spring episode, it is the best episode I've seen in a year. Mm, no. Because, like, Mob Psycho 2 came out. Uh, yeah. I, honestly, Mob, Mob Psycho, Psycho 2 was a little bit boring to me. It was good. Season <sighs> Season 2, Episode 5 is one of the greatest episodes of Mob anime Psycho ever made. Season 2 was way the... more refined than Season 1. It had better storytelling, it had better character development, but I was bored most of the time. I really I was. I don't understand that. I mean, honestly, the Regan uh, subplot, really, really good. Oh, where so you saw good. Regan get back on his feet, that's amazing. 
I just didn't love Mob Psycho Season 2 as much as Season 1. That's fair. Uh, but no, I would say the three best anime episodes I've seen in the last year uh, would definitely be the episode of Golden Kamui where they're at the hot springs and they're fighting a bunch of blind men naked. Uh, gay. Yeah, go ahead. G- gay. Uh, the episode of Sarazanmai where Ryo becomes a kappa. Pretty great. Gay. Go on. And, <laughs> also uh, gay, yeah. This episode of Demon Slayers. Top three. Less gay. Uh, no, still very I, much gay. I'm not sure which episode this is. Uh, did you uh, see the last one last week? I may have. I don't it's, remember. It's uh, got, it's, it opens up with this amazing choreographed fight scene uh, between... Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, where he does and, the... So I will say I am slightly biased to this episode because I'm cosplaying as Inosuke in September. So like, uh, you know, my my favoritism towards him is, uh, you know, just a little bit over the top. Yeah, Um, that was the episode that made me realize that I am attracted to the pig man. (laughs) There's a tag for you. He's a he's a very, very attractive girl. Yes, dude. I, I, dude, the I, moment. I, mm. All right, all right. This is gonna sound horrible, but the moment he was in the covers and his chest was covered, and you only saw his face, but he was still topless. That was a girl. I really wish um, he could this was a, a visual. Me. I really wish this was a visual medium so I could talk more about the animation of that fight scene. Because oh my gosh, the 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 fact that like he spun around the main that was my favorite thing. The, the move but, where he spins around on his head and like just flans like really smoothly. It's so sick. Here's the thing. Any other anime, almost any other anime, would have just reused his head spin twice and just, like, recycled the frames to show, like, how intense it was. Yeah, he actually like shifted past. his momentum. Like, yeah, uh, it, on the first it was a thing... very dynamic, yeah. like, uh, animation. Yeah. Uh, on top of that, Nezuko is still best daughter. I mean, nobody's going to disagree with that. She's just so cute. She's just so precious. And uh, she was even more precious in that episode. I, I will say, I will give Demon Slayer credit for a lot of things, uh... Uh, well, the main character is Tanjiro, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, I would go ahead and say Tanjiro is the best Deku I've ever seen. Huh? No, uh, mm-hmm. oh, okay, you're very, talking about just protagonist then. Yeah, I'm talking about uh, protagonist. I would say uh, Deku from Hero Academia and Tanjiro are in the same league as like blue oh. protagonists. But I would say Tanjiro is miles ahead of Deku. Uh... So, like... Is is the is the the comparison that you're making um, pure-hearted protagonist? No. Uh, so generally in shonen storytelling, you have two colors, and they always contrast. Oh, so no, I know what you're you about, have yeah. uh, in Hunter x Hunter, you have Gon who's red. In Dragon Ball Z, you have Goku who's red. Uh, in My Hero Gon's Academia, green. the main character is blue, and Bakugo is actually red. You got your Simons and Gone, your Rossi. Gone in, in Hunter x Hunter is green. No, no, he's red. It's, no, it's he's, the personality type. He's referring to like, yeah, like rowdy, rowdy like go getters and uh, passive. Oh, or, the uh, hot timid and cold guys. thing. Now, what's what's very interesting in Demon Slayers is we have two blue characters and their family. You have Nezuko and you have the main character who are both blue characters, and then they are surrounded. And the thing is, they are very different blue characters. And then they are surrounded by two red characters who are both on the very opposite side of the red character spectrum. Yeah. You got, like, uh, the aggressive have, guy and, the, like, the obnoxious the loud this guy. Stop talking. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's I like... I don't remember his name, but the coward character is my favorite so coward character. Here's the thing, him. though. He is probably one of the best characters that I've hated in a long time. There are characters that you hate that you can appreciate hating. 
Uh, I like, don't know, man. He yells too much. Pre Dragon Ball Super uh, Frieza, amazing character. You loved to hate Frieza. Now you love to love Frieza because him and Goku are smashing while Chi Chi's sleeping. This but like Asta, like two. Uh, what? He's just Asta. He's not too. as bad. He is He's not as bad, bad as Asta. No. But like, uh, I would say that uh, this is this is very interesting. This is one of the few times where I would say the anime is miles ahead of the manga. Um, I don't know. The manga has cute, like little. The manga is uh, terribly faces. drawn, though, by comparison. The fact that Demon Slayer has given me hope in 3D animation is blowing my mind. I mean, there. Have you? Did you not watch like uh, uh, the Crystal? Uh, uh, know Huni. Land of the Lustrous. Yeah. Uh, that was absolute trash. And you want to know why Land of the Lustrous was trash? Because there were no men. There was no women either. It was literally Steven Universe from Japan. I hate you so much right now, Moth. So, Land of the Lustrous, Japanese Steven Universe. (laughs) If I made a 3x3, Land of the Lustrous would be in the fucking middle, because it's amazing. Like, go fuck yourself, I hate you so much. Nope. Uh, Steven Universe was a much better Land of the Lustrous. That's not the same show. That that's not even true. Like nope, I like Steven Universe, and we were talking about in the Discord. Steven Universe has to- terrible writing problems. Right. Nope, nope. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't remember anybody singing stronger than you in Land of the Lustrous. That's right, that song sucks. Everyone just keeps singing it's good. It's not. You shut your heathen mouth. No, no, you shut your mouth, dude. I don't like that. Oh God, why do people like that? I like that song, but like it's not even like the best song. It's, not, I, it's, it's, like, it's like when people say "Let It Go" is like the best song from Frozen. It's like the most generic one. <laughs> uh, the, the best w- song in, in Steven Universe is it, "It's Over." Like, come on, it's I don't, over. I don't know any it? of them. I don't care. No, that song was trash. Uh, "Let Me Drive My Van Into Your Heart" is pretty good. Yeah, that is pretty good. Uh, here's the thing: like, I come off as the worst like anti-lesbian guy on the planet. That I'm like, <laughs> man, Steven Universe is the best thing ever. Uh, let me put it this way: I, I don't sucks, think so. uh, I don't think mainstream Japanese people can write uh, LGBT couples very well. And I, I'll, I'll say this, and I will die on this. Are you going to bring up Yuri Kuma again? <laughs> there are a lot of really good uh, Yuri mangas and a lot of good Yaoi mangas, but they stay mangas. Uh, what we get when we get to the anime form is we get the most over-the-top extreme. Like, it's the same thing with Citrus. Like, Citrus is the worst Yuri anime I can think of, and yet it got an anime. I mean, it's just a yeah, fetish Citrus anime. Citrus is trash. So. Yeah. Uh, but here's the thing. The reason it's more acceptable when they do guys is because guys are goofy. Like, doing gay men and doing them as, like, obtuse as they do in stuff like Sarah's on my... And so, help yeah. them be like, <laughs> in in Japan. They can make a they can make a serious gay uh, guy show, and then like all the Japanese audience would just laugh because haha, get men touching men penis funny. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I would say that uh, the reason I give Yaoi more benefit of the doubt than Yuri is because Yaoi, Yaoi doesn't even take itself seriously. Like it doesn't even try. Meanwhile, you have these, and then the worst thing is you have people who defend it. It's like. What are you talking about? Citrus definitely shows young lesbians growing up. I'm like, no, it's fetish porn. Like, get out. That's just like it's it's literally incest, yuri, uh, femdom, uh, porn bait. Yeah, you just and named all uh, my favorite texts. <laughs> uh, so I am not going to defend. Uh, I'm not going to defend something that's obviously crappy, like crappily done. Uh, Steven Universe, phenomenal. Shows a lot of really, really good things. Uh, and I definitely think it's it's a great show. Uh, not just for the LGBT crowd, but for everybody. And then you turn around and watch Citrus, and you're like, oh yeah, never mind. But Moth, shouldn't we think of the children? Uh, 
Honestly, I stopped caring about children programming for Cartoon Network when they allowed regular show to be a children's show. Oh, this again. <laughs> yeah, well, no, that's, that's dead serious. I no longer think that Cartoon Network is wholly appropriate for children, and you have to, like, scan every show now. Craig of the Creek, great for children. Uncle Grandpa was, like, borderline Ren and Stimpy stupid. Like... Right. And the fact that good, anybody, good if anybody ever defends stupid. Uncle Grandpa as a good show, like, I, I don't, I don't know, like, I, I don't know how many brain cells you had to lose huffing paint, but it wasn't. <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen this show. I don't know. Can you, I don't watch cartoons anymore. I haven't watched them in a long time. Yeah, you you watch anime. It's way more mature. Than yeah, bro. No, no. You see, this guy has like a freaking sword, dude, and like he like, it's like, it gets power from his fucking rage and dark past. Dino That's Rangers, real shit. Yeah, dude. Hey, don't bring the yeah, Dino dude. Rangers into this. Power Rangers is forever going to be an adult show. Uh, so yeah. Uh, just to go off on the tangent, it's it's not actually that I dislike Yuri at all. I dislike what gets made into an anime because we know I don't read. So the good Yuri that never gets made into an anime, I never see. Yeah, but read, um... you also don't know if it actually exists because you don't read. So for all you, you know, it's a it. sea of garbage. <laughs> I'm also... giving them the benefit of the doubt. You also don't watch it when you see it, so how do you know that, too? You know, yeah, I actually... because as soon as you see two cute girls, you're like, oh, it's just Moe, I'm not going to watch it. You know, I, I, I'll, I'll tell you guys this. I have had the anime, and it's like 20 years old at this point, so it's going to be difficult for me to watch. I've had Revolutionary Girl Utena shoved in my face as the ultimate, like... Yawoi Yuri hybrid anime on the planet. So, I will try very, very hard to watch it and let you know if it's any good. I don't know if you'll like it, but I do know a lot of people do. I just, all I know from it is from AMV Hell, and in AMV Hell it looks baller. Oh yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty wild. Um, it, I've not really gotten around to watching more than just a little bit of it, but I have a friend who just went through it and he was like, dude, it's 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 legit. Okay. Uh, mm. Also, if it gets serious, I'll get bored and stop watching. So, I mean, it, it's just like uh, Attack on Titan Season 1. I got so bored by how serious it was that I just stopped. Speaking of that, actually, have you gotten around to Season 2 at all yet? No! I'm, I'm just asking because you... you... <laughs> just the offense in his voice. <laughs> of course no! not! are you kidding? <laughs> no, because, uh, like, I don't know, you seemed, you seemed interested when we were talking about it earlier. That's all. Cause it's, no, I, I was just... Because we're on, on, on the page, same page as you. We didn't like Season 1 that much. And we yeah, do like Season 2 and 3. Here, here's the thing. Uh, no. Okay. Counterpoints. Right, yeah, that, that's fair. Yes. This has been, I, I guess this has been the We Ain't Anime podcast then. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right, let's, let's wrap up the season and we'll let her be. Yeah, yeah. Um, Frog, your recommendations this season, and nobody's allowed to interject. What animes do you recommend? Uh, I'm, I have a lot, but I'm going to boil it down to, like, a couple. So, uh, I think Dr. Stone, you should actually not watch, but read. Uh, watch it if you're absolutely desperate. Like Moth is. He's not going to read it. Uh, Fire you Force. just don't have time to read. Fire Force is hey, good. Hey, you said you weren't going to interrupt him, Moth. Yeah, okay. <laughs> wait, wait, hang on. Uh, Fire Force is also good. Villain Saga is good. And when and we'll have a, I think we'll have an episode on this later. But like uh, on July 31st, I think we'll I think our next episode is going to be recorded around that time. Kanosaur uh, is going to come out, and I'm going to love slash hate it because it's animated weirdly but i'm gonna watch it anyway. we're gonna hate watch it and talk about it i'm gonna love hate watch it because i love the manga and, and i'm gonna make i'm gonna make mike read the manga even though he doesn't like fight manga and it's gonna be good okay mike your turn all right so the anime this season that i really recommend i'll start with the ones that i have seen um there's only one i haven't that i'm gonna recommend uh 
Fire Force is has really great direction, really great uh, use of colors. Uh, Vinland Saga is just gorgeous yeah. and awesome, and it's one of the best looking anime this season. And it's going to get completely overlooked because of who has it. Uh, then there is Given, which is a given that it's on my top list. Like mm. that, that show is is <laughs> that show is awesome. And then the one that I haven't seen the new season, but there's enough Symphil Gear backlog that if you want to, if you wanna give the first episode a shot, because the first episode of Symphil Gear, if you watch it, you'll know if you're going to like Symphil Gear and then go forward because that show is it's perfect. I remember okay. uh, you sent clips of that one time and I thought it looked really dumb. Okay, yeah, my dumb. recommendations. Uh, my recommendations. I'm going to go with Dr. Stone and Fire Force for sure. Yeah. Uh, keep watching Demon Slayer because it's just getting better by the episode, and they're going to oh, start yeah. fighting the Spider Girl soon. So mm, get that Monster Girl in there. Uh, finally, if you haven't already, uh, just binge watch season two of Regrets Go and get it done with. I should uh, probably watch that at some point in my life. You, you know what's funny is I have the most uh, smooth brain. Su- I love using this phrase, but pseudo intellectual <laughs> friend on the planet who mm. hated how season two of Regrets Go ended, and it's because like. He was so obsessed, and I, I'm going to try not to give too many spoilers away, but she is really obsessed with the uh, traditional uh, atomic or nuclear. She is so uh, obsessed with the nuclear family concept by the end of the show that she ends what might be very well viewed as a very positive relationship because of it. Um, and I have a friend who's so against getting married, and he's like, he actually actively looks down on people who get married right. that... He was offended by the ending. And I'm like, dude, that wasn't even the whole point of the ending of the season. Like, there was so much more going on there. And you're just like, uh, she was brainwashed into the nuclear family. Uh, <laughs> shut up. Watch, watch it, Gretzko. It's good. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I, I, like we usually close, uh, I am English Mike. Uh, I mean, at Annie Micro on Twitter. Uh, Frog has his Twitter and his Twitch. You go and plug, bro. Yep. Uh, Frog King on both of them. F R zero G K one N G Twitch and Twitter. Follow me there for uh, nothing mostly. And to close the episode, I have a treat for both of you. As you both know, we have an email address that you can send email oh, questions, yeah. thoughts, and concerns to. I forgot about that. Uh, that is askwehateanime at gmail.com. I'm going to say it again. Askwehateanime at gmail.com. You can send anything in you want to. We also have our Discord, which will be in the description. You can join and argue with us uh, about whether or not Starship Troopers is a good movie or not. It is. Spoiler um, alert. Uh, and we actually have an email, and it's very short, and it's how we're going to end this podcast. Actually, so this, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna end the podcast. So you you finish, I'll end. <laughs> this email is brought to us by Roos Meduse. That's uh, and he he. It's very simple. Subject: Moth just read manga, <laughs> and the moth is a peasant living in the ditch by choice, and he likes it. No. <laughs> we actually get an email. <laughs> Yeah, I know that's that. just complaining about me. Yep. <laughs> I think that's going to be a majority of them. <laughs> Next episode's email. So the only manga he's actually read is the one manga you don't read, which is hentai. Why are you reading it? <laughs> that's not a lot of people read. I don't know about that. You're you're gonna come on to the next episode and be like, so I read Emergence. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. Really like the uh the dad character. Really speaks to me. <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, you know, I feel like there's a uh, they, they they really tackle father figures. In drug I'm only three chapters lives. in. I'll see how I'll see how I feel about them later. All right, uh, <laughs> so I, I'm gonna I'm actually gonna end the anime. Uh, tune in next week, guys, uh, where Moth is going to go absolutely bonkers about why he hates isekais. <laughs> okay, I mean I'll join. That's you. that's every episode. <laughs> every every episode is join us as Moth goes bonkers about X Y uh, and Z. Yeah. Well, this episode it was uh, idle animes are trash, and also Thank- a little bit of Gridman sprinkled in for good measure. Yeah, of course. Simpho gear, more of Simpho snooze button. You could have said like you could have made that way better. Snooze a gear. I'm not yeah. mad. Well, I'm no, I like, intentionally went bad on that one. Yeah, I mean, I could yeah, hopefully. All I'm right, catch everybody myself. next week or yeah. two weeks from now. That one. <laughs>